Good evening. Welcome to another podcast of Writing the Nerds. I'm RGB, and I have here my fellow nerds. I am Kegger. We are whole nerds again. Yes, all three of us are back. This is Cody. The ginger, the ginge. What are we, we talking about today? Uh, we bring in another exciting episode. Today is going to be about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Woo! better known as TMT. MNT. TMNT these days. Which is easier to say. I mean, everybody abbreviates everything now. I now mean, they do, yes. Guy, I mean, Stone Temple Pilots is STP. Uh, mindless Self Indulgence, MSI. Uh, NCIS, uh, I guess I don't know that. <laughs> so my favorite thing is Skrillex these days. Yeah, it's Skrillex. <laughs> well, it's like a, well, actually, I saw like it was a Sherlock Holmes, and I can't remember if it was like Sherlock or if it was Elementary, but it was they were texting. It was definitely in the modern times, and he was talking about he had all these acronyms that he would use because it was more efficient. Right. But he just used the first letter of each word, and you had to like try to figure out what the fuck he was gonna say. Right. What he was saying. But it was more efficient this way. It's like, I have no idea what you're saying. It's just a bunch of random letters. So, yes, um, those turtles. I mean, everybody should know them. They've been in comic books. They've been in TV, cartoons. Right. It's kind of like Pokemon. I mean, there's nobody on this planet don't know what Pokemon is. Right. I'm sure there is some tribe in the jungle, the the Amazon jungle, who will walk around and you say Pikachu and they're going to know what you're saying. Ninja Turtles is a phenomenon. Yes. And it, it, it something that and it's really wild that it is because it spiraled out of a, a parody comic book. Mm-hmm. And not to mention one that was um if I remember correctly, it was a little more dark, a little oh, more it was violent. Definitely uh, dark and yeah, violent. Yeah. Like they were uh <laughs> people were getting cut up. Like Well, I mean in the original comic, the Shredder straight up got murked in the first issue. Yep. I mean the Shredder was just a Kind of a side character, like he was. He was a, the whole comic itself was a joke. It was a parody of Daredevil, New Mutants, Batman, um, <laughs> yeah, Frank Frank Miller. Yes. Like he's very he, the Frank Miller style, because uh, there was like Daredevil. He was who Frank Miller was writing for Daredevil at the right. time. Ronan, Frank Miller was doing uh, New Mutants, and there was another one I just can't. Oh, uh, Cerberus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you know you had this very cartoony character. In like the real world, so like really normal looking people, and then there's Cerberus, who's just this cartoony character dealing with real world people. So that's kind of where the turtles came from. Uh, it was just a big joke that you know they were just like, ha, ah, this would be funny, let's try this out, and ended up selling. They were just going to do a limited run, see what they could do. You know, it was a goof, and uh, they they ended up getting like fifteen thousand orders for the second issue. Which there wasn't going to be a second issue, right? So, so Tooth Man, how many turtles can you name? I mean, I can name the the four easily, right? Well, like I mean, the, there's well, depending know, on the continuity, and right? Where you're at, I was going to say the the four the that yeah, the OGs, the yeah. OGs. I can name them. If you go into the later season of the cartoon when they had the female turtles, I cannot quite remember. Yeah, no. Well, you had the the. They didn't last long anyway. Yeah, that was the that was the next mutation, and that was the turtles trying to evolve because at the time when the next mutation came out, Power Rangers was the shit. It was a thing. So yeah. they did the next mutation to try to combat <clears throat> it and introduced. Uh, I think it's Peter Laird yeah. of the the original creators. Um, 
his most hated creation that ever came out of his, he, you know, his brainchild, which again was supposed to be a joke, uh, with Venus de Milo. Um, it is in the contract with Nickelodeon and with IDW that Venus de Milo is to never be mentioned ever, or it will undo the contract. If they try to bring Venus de Milo into the main canon, it will all the everything will revert back to Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. Wow. Yeah, like, it's that bad. He hates that character that bad. Like if you were gonna ask me anything outside of the OG Turtles, I was just gonna grab my phone real quick and pull up a list of Renaissance painters and just start <laughs> reading down. Well, uh, I mean, no, I was going I was talking about the OGs. I mean, but the ones later on. Mm. Well, I mean, they anything they, past Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm. You got Toka, <laughs> right? You got Toka, who they introduced in uh, Ooh, Secret of the Ooze. Yes. Yeah, um, you have Slash, yeah. who uh, he was kind of like the evil turtle, which would they kind of base Toka off of. Um, and then uh, in the current continuity, you have Jenica, who is the the female turtle, which she came about. Have you read any of the latest comics, the IDW comics? No, only, I've just seen the crossovers with Batman. I know there's been a couple of recent oh, the Batman crossovers. Those were pretty so. good. Like, did you yeah. see that movie? Yeah. Well, that movie. That movie followed the comic really close. It was really good. Um, Jenica was a. All right, so spoilers if you haven't read the comics. Shredder and Splinter, after about 50 issues, because I think they're only at like 105. After the first 50 issues, Shredder and Splinter finally face off. Splinter nice. beheads Shredder. Splinter straight kills Shredder. He's dead. Okay. Um, I don't know how long that's going to hold. But... As it should be. Um, this is the way. Well, Jenica was a Foot Clan soldier right. who thought that... Because Splinter takes over. And she thought that Splinter was too soft. And was actually against him at first. Uh, she tries to attack him and Splinter kicks her ass. And he's like, you seem to forget that the only reason I'm in charge is because I killed somebody. Right. So she, at that, she's like, oh shit, you're right. And so she kind of falls in line. Ends up becoming a good soldier. She gets hurt real bad. Needs a blood transfusion. And for some reason, Leonardo is the perfect blood type. They do a blood transfusion in the back of a van. And she becomes a turtle. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, Which is sort of interesting. Break you off there. No, you get it. Um, I'm going to right now the, the original continuity of you know Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael. Um, am I missing one? No, just Splinter. Yeah, and no, Splinter. I just, I just, and, you can throw, oh, throw April and Casey in, in there. April. No. I'm, gonna, right. I'm gonna start with April because Casey Jones is a, another matter. But um, it's funny with the continuity is because the fact that in the original in the original um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series, April O'Neil was the lab assistant to the bad guy. To Black Baxter Stockton. Yes, yeah. they kind of did that in the two thousand three series. Okay, and then but now if you like if you watch like the cartoon series or you watch um, the original some of the, some cartoons, of the newer movies or actually the first movie that came out. She was a reporter, mm -hmm. which I found that I find that funny because when she became when they made her a reporter, everybody ran with that, not realizing she was originally a, a scientist. Yeah, so, uh, in the yeah. IDW current IDW comics, she was Baxter's lab assistant. Mm -hmm. um, the current run of the Turtles, uh, Baxter Stockman. 
Yeah, he was one of the first bad guys. Um, um, why can't I think of his like villain name? Like I mean, Baxter Stockman, yes, but like I thought he had a. I'm pretty sure it was just Doesn't Baxter Stockman. Was Baxter. it okay? Yeah, yeah. So low, totally the I mean, he t- he ends up getting <laughs> right. Yeah, in the different iterations, he ends up getting mutated. Yeah, into a fly. That's what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. He's a fly, and then um, he had the. The Mousers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, April was actually, in the original continuity, April was uh, helping create the Mousers until she finds out that he's using the Mousers to steal money out of bank vaults. Yes. (laughs) So, like... I'm a scientist, but I'm also a petty criminal. (laughs) Well, you got to fund your shit somehow, you know? Hey, there you go. Uh, It's that mad scientist thing, man. I, I don't... I don't... You know, of course, Baxter's going to steal money. Nobody's going to back him. He's not with the foot at the very beginning. Right. So, and that's how he ends up with the foot is because they back his science. Um, I know in the 2003 series, uh, it stuck closer to the comics. Um, but it, like, Baxter got, like, at one point I remember, because I never saw the full 2003 series. I just saw episodes. And at one point, Baxter is just a brain and an eyeball. Right. <laughs> like, like every time he fails, Shredder cuts something off of him right. until he is only a brain and an eyeball. So, yeah, it's uh So he gets the RoboCop treatment, kinda, basically. Kind of. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, let's let's throw it back to the very beginning with, uh, you know, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Um, I mean, shit, like we, like we were saying, they, they just came up with the idea as a joke. You know, they both worked on panels and, and illustrations and stuff and were buddies. Uh, you guys know how the Shredder came about? Um, no, not no. really, no. Like, uh, I can't remember if it was Laird or Eastman. One of them had a girlfriend and lived with her. Okay. The other one was visiting and they were having dinner. So Eastman and Laird are in the kitchen doing dishes and they have the cheese grater. And one of them pulls it out of the sink and was like, how about this for a villain? The greater. And the other one's like, no, dude, the shredder. And that's how it all which, came about. Which okay. makes sense because in the movie, yeah. he's basically a shredder. You know, oh, yeah, just the blades everywhere. And the joke I was going to make really wasn't that far off anyway. I was going to be like, they were making a salad one day. <laughs> Pretty I much. Like, I mean, okay, yeah. that's probably how it came about, you know. I don't know about the 80s, but I don't remember shredded cheese being a big thing. You had to buy the block. Yeah. Shred it yourself. So <laughs> I do find it ironic, though, that um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out as a comic book in, in 84, and it took them literally six years before they made the first movie. But before then, like you said. I mean, it didn't even take, it came out in 84. Yeah. Big ups to 84. I'm, I'm 84. I'm Dang. the same age as the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> there you go. Uh, came out in 84. As a goof, uh, and they ended up making enough money where they they weren't doing well, right? But they were made enough to live off of, kind of right. like, uh, you know, the bands that tour in the back of a shitty van. Yep. They make just enough money to live off of. Did they create their own comic book? Uh, um, well, they went with uh, Mirage. I I don't know. If Mirage was theirs. I'd have to look that up. I should okay. look that up. I thought I thought um, maybe it was theirs because Mirage was- ended up folding in twenty fifteen. <clears throat> It did. Um, and I think, I don't even think it folded. I think they just kind of like threw in with IDW. Um, yeah, because Nickelodeon has, has, has. Well, that was that. part of the deal was 
Nickelodeon had all the rights to the cartoons and the movies and stuff, and they can do whatever. But uh, Mirage still controlled anything printable. And Mirage has carte blanche to do 18 issues a year. So, of whatever they want. I mean, they, they don't, they, they still have, Eastman and Laird still have basically creative control over the comic. Um, Which means we'll never see Venus come back then. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Not, at least not in the comics. Um, and I'm pretty sure they did the Jenica thing just to kind of appease people. Here, here's a fucking female turtle. Well, Shut they, up, you know? I think they learned a lesson because, you know, they did, they did lose the rights to the turtles in like For a minute, in the 90s yeah. to image comics. Uh, well, no, they, they licensed out because Mirage has always had the rights. Um, yes. But it was licensed okay. out because yeah, 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 Dark Horse did a run. Yes, it did. Image, Image's run was dark, dark and because, yeah, violent. It was. I remember some of the, I was just like, I, I remember the Savage Dragon versus the Ninja Turtles. Yes. And it was the most <laughs> violent thing I have ever seen what outside else? of uh, Body Count. No, well, body, yeah, I guess Body Count is a graphic yeah, novel. Yeah, yeah. Because it, Body Count is just Casey and Raph yes. on probably the longest okay. comic book gun shootout ever. And I've never seen any of the turtles use weapons that weren't like ninjutsu oriented. Raph completely breaks the trigger guard off of an Uzi and just starts opening fire on these like mobsters. It is the craziest thing ever. And I have that sitting up right in front of uh, my stepmom's picture of one of her kids. <laughs> I have it sitting in front of that. <laughs> it's nice. like, so when you walk and you see it, like you see it, it faces you. So, um, but yeah, I remember some of the image stuff. I don't remember the Dark Horse run. Um, and I know DC and Marvel have never run Turtles. Um, it's always been the other ones. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad for that too, because I don't know if I would ever want to see a Kevin Feige take on a Turtle. Well, uh, I, I don't know. Well, with that, and I think there's a, the big reason for that is if you print anything under DC and Marvel, DC and Marvel own it. Yep. And Eastman and Laird, and I know Eastman and Laird have some kind of feud going on right now, so they're not even talking. Um, but yeah, they, they want to maintain control, creative control. And even though I think Laird produced the 2003 show and Eastman produced the 2012 show. Okay. So, I just know, I, just, I thought it was funny that Venus de Milo, like, <laughs> she is never to be a thing ever again. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. But anyway, uh, so, 1987, we got the first Turtles series. Yeah, it ran from 87 to 96. Right. Um, we talked a little bit about it last week. Yeah, I mean, that was probably Jr. because they discovered Toys, like it, yeah, pretty much. But it's always been about the toys. Even with yeah. the first movie back that came out in the nineties, it was oh yeah, were, it was it was during that time where they were doing using video games as a medium to create movies, and they could still push toys like they would on a Saturday morning cartoon, <laughs> right? Okay, the, exactly. um, yeah. And I did. We were talking about how everything was like yes. basically a long commercial. You know who put an end to that? Yeah. Reagan. Really? Ronald Reagan put an end to that where you can't make a toy 
make a cartoon based off of a toy. So the way they worked around the turtles was, no, 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 these are toys based on the comic and the show that we're working on. And that's how, that was the weird workaround, which it wasn't even really hard workaround. It was just like, oh, no, no, no. The comic came first. You know? yeah, yeah. Which is weird coming out of a president who is very free market oriented. Right? Like, <laughs> like I well, couldn't believe that when I found that yeah, out. Yeah, let's let the markets decide. Yeah, your kid wants a piece of plastic there that they can make fight together in the living room. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, I had I had turtles. I had I had all kinds of turtle toys. Oh god! Um, I had the the, the, incog- the ones where they had the the overcoats and the hats and the sunglasses. <laughs> I had the ones that went from a baby turtle, and you could change them yeah. like they flip parts flipped out. You opened up the shell and uh. flipped the head out. You had Michelangelo or Leonardo. Um, yeah, I had all kinds of them. No, 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 no. I say, in, look, in looking back at the series, the original one, <laughs> Krang stands out to me the most because he half the time I feel like they just needed filler, so they'd be like, "Hey, just make some weird ass like pretend you're trying to be a motorboat for a second, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. shredder." Well, there, that's that voice you yeah. were talking. We were talking last week about the. The right. Saturday morning cartoons, and we were talking about uh, uh, Skeletor and Mumra, and how they all had that same voice. Yes. That was Crane. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just that distinctive villain voice. Like, it had to be. Nah. Even if. Shredder, run you, yelling. I, I kind of feel like, and you might appreciate this, Rayshon, but the Murlocs in World of Warcraft owe oh. him a little something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like. Yeah. Well, actually, I did find out. Um, I, I did a little bit of research just to have some extra factoids in here um, for this, but Krang was created out of characters from the sh- from the comic that they weren't inherently evil, um, but Krang looked like them. They were called the Utrom, Utrom, yeah, Utroms, Utroms. That's right, yeah, Utroms. Uh, but Krang wasn't an Utrom. He just looked like them for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but I know they played Krang up real big in the 2012 series. Cause I'm pretty sure Krang was the shredder in the 2003 series. Yeah, it was weird. Like it, I'm pretty sure. Like I said, I haven't seen most of the 2003 series, which right. ran for a long time. It actually ran for seven seasons, which especially in the aughts, that's, that's actually pretty good. Aughts. But in the aughts, you know, uh, Four or five seasons was your best bet, on especially for an animated show, and yeah, one that you know that you get four or five seasons at most, um, with the exceptions of like fucking SpongeBob right. and some of these other ones that have lasted for far too long. And uh, controversial statement: I hate SpongeBob. I have always hated SpongeBob. I don't understand the appeal of SpongeBob. Um, SpongeBob makes my ears bleed. His laugh makes my brain want to explode. So, I hate SpongeBob. There, I said it. I could totally do the Mr. Krabs laugh right now if you'd want to. I mean, I like well, I Clancy mean, Brown. See, so. that's the weird part to me. Is I know we talked about voice actors last week. Clancy Brown as Mr. Krabs <clears throat> is still the most bizarre <clears throat> thing. Which... <laughs> Only 
holds a candle in terms of just how weird you think it is, given the time frame, that Uncle Phil was Shredder. Right, exactly. Uncle Phil, yeah. tonight I die on turtle soup. Um, just, I don't know why that was always his go-to thing. Like yeah. he, he constantly talked about turtle soup, and then when I found out it was an actual thing, I was horrified. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And what was it? I still remember that one episode where I think it's Michelangelo throws a pizza at him or something because um, he's just like, take this shirt. He goes, no, anything but that. And right. just oh, no, it. not hot cheese. Yeah, and then he just goes, I hate anchovies. Like, <laughs> like they have, he has nunchucks and one guy's got a sword, a bow staff. Like, right. you're worried about cheese. <laughs> I did actually. When you find out he's lactose intolerant, <laughs> you just feel like an ass. Like right. Uh, so the movies, all right, movies have been had their ups and downs. And I did find out that the TMNT from 2009, 11, something like that, yeah. the, the the CGI one, it is continuity. It does. It is. It, it is a... continuity from one, two, and three. Yeah. It, uh, because, I mean, there is that at the end where you see the staff from 3, right. Shredder's helmet. Yeah. Um, and even... Um, Cowabunga Carl. <laughs> the, yeah. And even the lady. Pariah? Yes. She even mentions, like, an old friend will be returning. You know? Oh, like, yeah. Basically saying, Shredder's going to come back. All right. Cool. Yeah, right. Um, so, so it's funny that you guys mentioned um, the Cowabunga dude. Cowabunga Carl? Cowabunga Carl. Michelangelo's alter ego. <laughs> uh, that God. movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first movie that came out, made Cowabunga like the word of the 90s. In oh, the yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I remember going to school and guys like, Cowabunga, dude. I'm like, what are you talking? Okay, Cowabunga. <laughs> you know? Well, it, was, it's, it got so overused, especially with like the Turtles. Because, I mean, you had the, they did it in all the movies. Yes. The first series that ended in 96. The second series that ended in like 09 or something like that, from 03 to 09, I guess, hmm. uh, that when a lot of people, when uh, the first Nickelodeon series came out, the CGI one, people were pissed off that Michelangelo's catchphrase changed from Calabunga to Booyakasha. And I actually liked, it was like a breath of fresh air because it was still, he still screamed it. But it just, the cowabunga felt like overplayed. Um, so he still, when he would go, Michelangelo would go do something especially stupid. You know, he'd try to lead a sneak attack. And of course, Michelangelo is not the one you pick for a sneak no, attack. No. <laughs> um, you know, he'd go, Booyakasha. Um, and I, I didn't mind it. Like, I didn't like it at first, but the more I watched it, I was like, all right, whatever. So I'm good with it. This is going to be a little bit on topic here, but uh, Michael Angelo, show, no. Michael Angelo <laughs> reminded me a little bit of um, John Connor in the Terminator series, how he acted like his personality. Because you remember, um, and it's just me. I, when I think about him, sometimes I'm like, are we talking like T2? Yeah, T2, okay. the young, the young no, uh, John Connor. Oh, okay. Uh, Edward, Edward, yeah. Eddie Furlong. Eddie Furlong. Yeah, Furlong. yeah Furlong. That's, Furlong. Who, that's who Michelangelo reminds me of whenever I think Kind of, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. A little uh, bit. Yeah, Hasta no, la vista, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, and I can't remember the guy who came up with it. Because, I mean, the original comics, they all wore the same thing. It was a red bandana. It's, it actually, you know, I've got, I wore my 
my OG shirt. Yeah, hey. yeah. This was actually colored in. You know, they colored in the different ones for the different ones. But, like, originally they were all red. Right. Um, one of my favorite shirts. And I bought this motherfucker at Walmart. Oh, that right? was really nice. Right? Like, and it was on clearance. Store. It was on clearance, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I didn't pay over five bucks Walmart. It's America's but, store. <laughs> but it wasn't until the, the, 90, the 97, the 87 series where they changed it up. Because it would be confusing trying to figure out who was who. And uh, there was a kid, basically, who was making movies at like seven. That by the time the Turtles rolled around, they gave him writing. They let him write it. Mm. He's the one that came up with the multicolors. This kid came up with, and I, I want to say Wolfman or something. Not Marvel. I don't know. But uh, he was kind of like the go-to guy of the 80s. He wrote a lot of stuff. Um, huh. Pretty sure they said he wrote an episode, a couple episodes of Doogie Howser. Oh, wow. Um, he wrote all kinds of stuff. He was one of those guys. Like Chuck Lorre. Yeah. Um, you know, Chuck Lorre started, you know, wrote all his written all kinds of stuff, despite yeah. the fact that he's a big douche. But uh, he's the one that came up with the, the pizza, where they eat pizza and the cowabunga and all the little, cat, you know, shell shock, you know, yeah. turtle power and all that. <laughs> um, whereas the, right, like, I mean. Oh, yeah. No. Sorry, that, that song is in my head now, so it's going to be playing. Did we mention no, we, we did, did not we, mention the, the, the song. what I dropped on you guys before. Okay, yeah. uh, so my big reveal for this week, you know, looking into it, I read some more of the comics and and uh, watched some of the episodes and watched clips of the ones the series that I haven't seen except for Rise because I've seen some of Rise and I can't stand it. Um, it's frantic. I've always looked for a word for like when they reboot a series, like. Teen Titans Go and Sonic Boom and whatever the hell this Thundercats <laughs> one's going to be. It's all frantic. When you said frantic, I was like, that's the perfect word. It's frantic. Um, but, uh, yeah, Chuck Lorre of Big Two and a Half Men, Big Bang, Scrubs, Scrubs Little, Little Shell. Well, yeah, yeah. Big Bang. Right, yeah, yeah. Throw that in with Big Bang. Uh Chuck Lorre is on that original theme song for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja. He's the one going, there, he's a radical rat. Or, you know, he's he's the one doing the extra little voicing in it. And I, that I if I could have passed out and crashed the car, I would have done it at that moment. Like, I couldn't believe that that's Chuck Lorre. I mean, after you told me that, I just woke up right before we started recording, so... <laughs> right my surprise mind. motherfucker Chuck Lorre did part of the original song right um and I know we talked a little bit about Toei Animation yeah I found out that what it was was Toei Animation absolutely did the intro but Toei Animation did a the mini series that came right before the 87 series so they basically did five episodes of this mini series where it, it, it did all the same stuff. It introduced April and the turtles and splinter and shredder and all that. It did all the same stuff, but it, when they switched it and it got picked up as a series, then they switched over from Toei animation to what, what do we say? It was like Deke do it cheaper. Yeah. The Deke right. or whatever it was, mm -hmm. Viacom or whatever. <laughs> um, so that's what had happened. So it was actually two separate projects, but they just kept the intro from the miniseries. Yeah. 
which was probably a good call because that intro, watching it, watch it. It's so good compared to the rest of the anime. And it gives you all the character exposition you need. Right. Yeah, we found out Raphael's cool but rude. And Michelangelo's a party, a party dude. dude. Party. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What, Leonardo's was bad. It was Leonardo Leeds. Yeah, Donatello Leonardo does, Leeds does machines. Donatello does yeah. machines. Like Leonardo Leeds. Is that all he is? Is he just, he has no other personality. He's just the leader. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, uh, he wears blue. <laughs> that, um, yeah. At least Raphael he's a better a fierce, leader than a Cyclops. Fighting machine, right? Raphael is a fearsome fighting well, machine or something like that. They're fearsome fighting teams. Teams. Yeah. Yes. That's what it teams. is. Yeah, teams, yes. but yeah, then they give you the one line for everybody. They're really hip. Yeah. You know, that right. was Chuck Lorre. I couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, it's just it, the, the people that have worked on this thing and been with this thing for so long and the cultural phenomenon that Turtles is. It just—it's kind of mind-boggling. Um, I actually did find out that uh, the original Ninja Turtles movie, mm-hmm. when you adjust it for inflation, did better than Michael Bay's. And Michael Bay's did three hundred and two million uh, across the globe. I mean, so you are talking about internationally? Internationally, yeah. Uh, it did better. Good. It did better yeah. domestically than well, Michael Bay's well, did internationally. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I mean, I, you know. I did see some stats on that. You're right. About that. Uh, and it was, at, at the time, the most successful independent film of all time. I'm, I'm just going to leave Michael Bay alone for a while. We'll get to, <laughs> we'll get yeah. to this one in a while. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. I, I, and I think that, because they didn't start out that way. They got that way, I think, through success. I don't know. It's like when you gave Michael Bay... Okay, you know what? Fuck, I'm jumping out. Whenever, <laughs> yeah, like, whenever you give Michael Bay a budget and the ability to mess with... I don't know. I feel like he's been trying to do a visual experiment on all of his audiences for a few years now of like, how much can I jiggle a camera before they get motion sickness? Right. <laughs> kind of that. Yeah, I can see that. And how many times can I reuse the same shot from movies that I've done before anybody notices. notices yeah I don't know because I mean I look at Michael Bay we talked you a little bit about it right? what um, a movie about the aliens um, coming to destroy the earth Cloverfield Cloverfield yeah, yeah. you just described yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> or uh, uh, Hardcore Henry mm. you got or Harry oh, is it Henry yeah. or Harry I think it's Hardcore Henry where it's all a first person oh my like people were actually getting sick I got, had a, to leave. That's the like, only time I got vertigo in a the movie theater is when I watched Cloverfield in the movie theater. Oh, wow. I, I literally Michael, had to just like. Which is funny because who's that? JJ. Oh, yeah, it is JJ. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> All so roads lead we, back to JJ or Abrams. Yeah, yeah like JJ Abrams and Michael Bay. Like, it's <laughs> a. No, but like, I, I used to make the joke because Michael Bay, he, he directs action sequences really well. I gotta yeah. give him credit. He started off as a music video director. So fast paced, frantic mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense for that guy. But I also feel like with his action chops that he almost sits at home all day. And like, if he sees a car, like make a turn and it doesn't flip, he gets confused. Right. <laughs> you know. Wait, why, why didn't that flip? Uh, it's just like the delivery driver's truck did. Explode. I don't know, because I mean, <laughs> I know this little story, and we are way off topic talking about, well, not really, because it's still Michael Bay and yeah. Turtles and all that, but uh, Michael Bay actually 
went over budget on Bad Boys, which was a very low budget movie at the time. Yeah. And he actually had to take the money that they gave him to direct the movie, his salary, to finish filming the movie. And he didn't get that back until the movie started making money. So, like, here's Michael Bay on Bad Boys, which is still one of his best works. I love Bad Boys. The original Bad Boys is one of the dopest movies Bay's ever done. Um, And, you know, you hear about that. That, That's a story that, that happened. That act, like... You can go into the extras and stuff and see that that'll that'll be in there. Yeah. Um, and it was the it was the climax of the movie, the where the plane is and the deal's going down. It was a, I think I think it was a drug deal. Yeah. Yeah, a drug deal that's going down. He had to fund that himself. That whole thing, you know, where Martin Lawrence has got the gun, forgot it. your boarding pass, and yeah. then blows the whole thing up. And like, given that this was the nineties too. Those drugs that had to have come from all the producers and people who worked on the film, right? I mean, like <laughs> their own personal stash. Hey, I'm no. sure Chuck Lorre and, and Charlie Sheen's had cuts in there, and oh, goodness. uh, Harvey Weinstein probably had something that he had to donate. Oh. I can donate this little pile, right. bring me all the women. <laughs> <laughs> so I just remember, yeah, like. Back in those days, it was like a different news story every week of like drugs in Hollywood. And you're like, oh, no shit. Really? Right. Like, I mean, at that point in the 90s, everybody in Hollywood was basically Scarface. Right. You know, <laughs> Scarface puts his face down in a, the biggest mountain of coke ever. And it's just. <sighs> <sighs> I mean, that's how I envisioned everybody in Hollywood at the time. Yeah. So. Let's swing that back. <laughs> so, Michael Bay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, because what was it? The first, the first round of movies. If we go back into the Turtles pre Bay, mm-hmm. um, the the best ones. Yeah, easily the best ones, except for three. Yeah, yeah I, was, no, the I ti- was getting to that. The three? time travel one with some of the original. The original three. Yeah, no, the original three sucked. Secret of the Ooze was was okay. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I like the first one was awesome, but first right. one was the best. The time travel one when they went, yeah, yeah, yeah that was the, the time sense. travel one that that hurt a lot. Um, I did actually find out about Secret of the Ooze. It was supposed to be Bebop and Rocksteady, mm-hmm. but yep. they couldn't get the rights from uh, Playmates, which was the ones that were making the toys, right. because Bebop and Rocksteady were really close to other shit they had. Mm. So they, that's why they had to make Toka and Razar, um, which they ended up making canon in uh, the 2012 series. Okay. Um, and I, did you guys, either of you, have either of you seen the 2012 series? No. It's on Hulu. I'm pretty sure I have. I just, it's so funny. I think it's funny because all of the villains are basically action heroes. Yeah. Okay. You have definitely a Bruce Lee character. Okay. You have Chuck Norris. Um, uh, something Bradford. Uh, they all ended up getting mutated, all of them. Um, and but every single one is a all the villains, all the ones that are with the Foot Clan, all of the main villains are action heroes. I'm pretty sure there was like a Sylvester Stallone type. There was definitely they definitely made Rocksteady Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I say, could you understand the uh, Sylvester so Stallone type? Um, or did he just chew on a toothpick all the time? Uh, like, Bebop was definitely like Eddie Murphy, like back in the eighties, <laughs> oh, early nineties. Wow. Bebop was definitely Eddie Murphy. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, back well, when he was actually, doing, the uh, red jacket and everything, if mm-hmm. you think about it. Yeah, okay. okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Rocksteady was, was definitely Arnold. Uh, Bradshaw, who ends up becoming, uh, they call him, at the when his first, he mutates twice. The first time he mutates him, they call him Dog Pound. Because yeah. it turns into this, like, almost like a bobblehead-looking dog <laughs> with huge front paws and then regular, like, human legs. That's it's hilarious. the dumbest thing. And then he ends up falling in the ooze again, and he comes out, this wolf creature with, like, these sharp spikes and claws and stuff, and they end up calling him Razar. Um, or I think they call him Razar, yeah. but they're trying, they're definitely trying to shoehorn it in. And then later on with the David Tennant stuff and the Fugitoid, um, they meet Tonka, who is a, basically the size of a planet. And Jeez. Raphael ends up become, uh, making its baby his pet. Oh, so... <laughs> Where's he showing oh, up? Oh, all right. The- <laughs> go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Yes. Yep. Go um, Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. It's about the only Vanilla Ice song that I can tolerate. That I gotta say, when that happened in the second movie, when I rewatched, uh, I rewatched oh, my this. adolescent child, Mike Mind, went bonkers over Oh, that. yeah. But rewatching it as an adult, whenever it starts happening, and Vanilla Ice is like, hey, these mutant turtles and these other couple mutant creatures just busted out onto the floor. Hold on, guys. I got a song for this. Right. And you're like, why? <laughs> Shouldn't everybody be running for their lives now? Yeah, like, no, hey. we're going to keep the party going. Right. I got this rat. I'm going to drop on you fresh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the party does keep going. No one in that room has a self-preservation instinct. There's nothing that's telling them, like, hey, maybe or, we should right? go. Well, you, know, you know he had to do that to keep up with um, MC Hammer at the time because MC Hammer's song was in the first movie. Oh, yeah. That's oh, she true. Was. Yeah, was. I didn't even realize that. Damn. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they both bankrupted themselves. So, I mean, I guess nobody won in that scenario. No. MC Hammer's now a minister, and Vanilla Ice does home improvement shows. There you go. So, like, Vanilla Ice turned into a weird tattooed Tim Allen. So, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, it, got, it really, it's a natural. Yeah, I maybe you got to you got to stop collaborating. Listen, <laughs> and if anybody's going to do that, it's on a home improvement show, right? Exactly, so, right? With a brand new rendition. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Except this time it's a brand new edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we're going to move. We're going to put a new room on this house. I'm gonna it's add a brand a new edition, and we're going to remodel the shit out of that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're going to put diamond flakes, and that's that ice ice, baby. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, it was probably the corniest of the jokes at that point. But that's why they tune in. This is exactly why. <laughs> Horrible nerd jokes. Gotcha. Um, Shitty vanilla ice period? Well, I mean, Shit. honestly, <laughs> one of the, the thing I was going to say was, uh, before we went off on that tangent, which was way better, was I was wondering if Suge Knight wrote the, the Ninja Rap oh. <laughs> because everybody knows Suge Knight wrote all his shit. So. <laughs> mm. so many jokes I want to make right now. Oh, right. None of which are good. Probably not. Mm. Well, there's a little one in the room. <laughs> yep. We should probably hold off. <laughs> I'm like, Suge Knight, I can't back out of this one. <laughs> oh, that, that was actually good. <clears throat> well, he's in prison, so you're safe. Well, well deserved, too. <laughs> right? 
And Nick Cannon gonna come find you. Keep talking. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll go wilding out on me. Oh no, no shit! Before all the Corona stuff happened, they were supposed to do wilding out in Indianapolis. Oh really? Yeah, I was gonna go see it because I mean, you bet you boil it down, it's basically an improv show. Wait, yeah, he, hosts the, he hosts the Masked Singer now, so maybe if I just put on a big, like, weird, like, he does, mascot really? head. Yeah, oh Nick Cannon does. Yeah. He just has to host something. He's good at it. Uh, I like him. Like, Nick can't, but yeah. I think like, he quit the show recently. Oh, did he? I think he said that he was quitting. Yeah. Okay, I was Just like say, everything else he does. <laughs> if, he come, if he comes after me, though, I'll just put on a fake, like, mascot head, and we'll, you know, I'll sing a few bars, and I'll be like, who is that? And then I'll just make my escape. <laughs> oh, goodness. The only mass singer thing I've ever seen was the one in Japan, where I guess where it originated from, and it was Ryan Reynolds. Yep. <laughs> That's the only thing I've seen. Um, Ryan Reynolds. I, I bet if Ryan Reynolds backed a Turtles movie, it would make a billion dollars. He could voice a turtle, and it'd be great. He'd have to be like one of the weird... He'd have to be like Slash. Maybe Casey Jones? I mean, no. that's not voicing a turtle. He's not. He's I mean, too pretty to be Casey Jones. That's fair. Chris Evans was Casey Jones in the... Um, Chris Evans, yeah, but that was just a voice. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. talking about comic book. I mean, Chris Evans, I mean, shit, dude, like, Chris Evans, Sarah Michelle Gellar, yeah. Mako, uh, yeah. Patrick Stewart was in that one. Was he? Yeah, he was uh, Winters, the, the guy was, that was yeah. getting the... So I missed that. He has the, the TMNT, the... Yeah, yeah. yeah, he has the change of heart at the end and becomes the... I don't think he had to change it. I think that was his plan from the get-go because then they turned when they found that out, oh, they yeah. turned on him. Yeah, because um, he wanted to be mortal again. Yeah, he like, he'd already lived for like 3,000 years. He was like, fuck this, I want out. Yeah. And so he was trying to undo everything he did, which is why he was bringing the statues together um, to undo it. And then the statues had other plans. Because, hmm. I mean, what's scarier than the foot and shredder living statues? Um uh, oh, wait. I was going to say Sam Rockwell in the uh, first Ninja Turtles movie. Right? Sam Rockwell. That, like, of course I didn't know that watching it originally. Oh, no. You know, when I was a kid. I I didn't. I just saw that, that was one of the bad guys who was like, uh, you know, the gang before you're afoot. Right. You know? All I could remember from him was when he's telling the kids about what's going on in the warehouse or whatever. Hmm. Like one of the kids is like, got any cigarettes? Regular or menthol? And he throws them both behind him and they continue walking. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, it's weird because that's, usually actors have one of those movies at the beginning of their career where they're like, God, I hope no one ever digs that out of the $5 bin at Walmart or, you know, like, whatever. But I don't know. That's like, not one of his. Like, no, I would, if I were Sam Rockwell, I'd be pretty happy with it. I'd be owning that. I'd be like, dude, you were the unnamed thug kid in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> You actually had lines, though, so you were more than just an extra. So, Ninja Turtles did produce an Oscar winner. Right? There we go. Because uh, God knows the rest of them. I mean, Corey Feldman. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Donatello, the original Donatello. Sometimes hearing Corey Feldman pull science out of his ass is one of the most painful experiences right, that like you can ever hear. It's Corey Feldman. Like, what was it? I'm thinking it was either in the second or third. I was like, oh, yeah, equal mass displacement. And you're like, well, no. I, I think he did the first one and the third one. I know he wasn't Donatello in okay. the second one. That, that makes sense. But, like, yeah, it's definitely him. I can remember saying that line, and I'm like, 
God damn it. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that did come from the third one because they were talking about traveling back and forward. Yeah. And he's like, equal. Because, like, when they would travel back, one of the fucking samurai would travel forward. And it was equal mass displacement. I remember that now. Wow. Yes, I have seen Turtles 3 enough to remember that. Um, <laughs> fun fact, Corey Feldman came back to voice one of the characters in the 2012 series. Nice. He was Slash. Okay. Which they turned, because uh, they kind of did, they touched on a lot of stuff in the 2012 series. And I liked the 2012 series. Um, Slash originally started out as <laughs> Raphael's pet turtle. Yes. <laughs> I remember nice. that. Raphael had, and then when they meet Toka, Raphael needed a new pet turtle, right. which is where I can't remember the name of the turtle. It started with a, like a Chubbs or something like that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah. But it was a, it was an adorable space turtle that could breathe fire. Right. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> right. Um, it was funny because in the very last season, Mama comes looking. <laughs> and mom is the size of a planet <laughs> so uh, yeah it was pretty fun like I said David Tennant was in that season he was the fugitoid uh, David Tennant makes everything better right they pulled okay, some yeah. big names for that 2012 series um, and I mean not to like superstars except for maybe Sean Ashton and Sean Ashton has that Hobbit, uh, that Lord of the Rings money where he can do whatever the fuck he wants, whenever the fuck he wants. Which explained why he did so many Adam Sandler movies at one point. I mean, I can, honestly, as as many of bad ones that he was in, think of how fun it would have been to be on that set. Oh, I would have done it. Dude, it's click. <laughs> right? You know, Adam Sandler pauses everything and kicks him in the balls like a dozen times and then unpauses and he gets to, you know, fall down. And then, of course... Uh, Hasselhoff getting his, yeah. you know, him basically resting his ass crack in Hoff's face and farting. Dude, yeah. that would have been fun. Even I though mean, that movie sucked. See, that, those would have been fun stuff. I would have been sold on a click by my, like, even just to be a fly on the wall, it'd be like, yeah, Christopher Walken's in it. It'd be like, okay. cowbell. Right? <laughs> it's a remote. It's a remote. Can rewind shows. <laughs> I can't do I can't do Watkins accent. It's supposed yeah. to be like it's a Brooklyn accent. It is, it? Yeah, yeah. which is also what Raphael's accent is. Not only right. that, it's weirder when you know that he's a trained dancer as well. Oh, I know. Right? Oh, I know. It's so great. Have you which ever is, seen him? Which dance? is why, like yeah. in the Weapon of Choice music uh, video. Yes, that I was honestly, what I was going to say. I think they just caught him on an off day somewhere. Like, just no, do what I'm you normally sure, do. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I like. I'm just saying. I don't think it's choreographed. Spike, was it Spike Lee? <laughs> Yeah, Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Spike. I'm pretty sure Spike Jones just went B is weird, but still dance. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's just what he did. Well, I mean, part of me just feels like it wasn't choreographed. Like that's just like this. Yeah, is that's I, that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm pretty sure they just right, told it's him. Like you know, I do this in my house, but there's more room here. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, he's he's a very good dancer. I remember him doing a um, one time show and he did a. I remember him dancing on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but he did a rendition of um, Singing in the Rain. He did that, oh, he did that, nice. that choreography. It was, I was like, wow. Wow. Which, I I mean, if we have like an older version of the Turtles come up sometime, can <laughs> I nominate him for Baxter Stockman? <laughs> like, it needs more cowbells. Mouses. <laughs> Mouses. Yeah, wow. I still can't do it. I'm yeah. just not good at his voice. Um, I don't know. 
I could see. I'd, I'd like to see him do something. He's got one of them distinct voices. He's, oh, yeah. kind of surprised he doesn't do a little more voice acting, especially as he's getting up there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the only voice acting I can remember like, him doing oh, was... Uh, <laughs> and the queen. Right. Oh, England. Oh, shit, yeah. She, I'm, I am convinced that woman is a lizard. I mean, that woman should have kicked off a decade ago. You tell me she is not a lizard? It's the lizard magic. Right. <laughs> That's the legend. <laughs> uh, it's the Tudor magic. She changed their name to Windsor. Uh, Tudors. <laughs> the Tudors, you know, who gave us such greats as green sleeves or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. Alas, my love, you threw me one. Yeah. Uh, and why do I know the words to that? From a Snickers commercial. That's, that's why <laughs> I know the words to that. Is this Snickers I was about to say a Snickers commercial. Oh. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, turtles. Yeah, turtles. Somebody, one of us was talking about turtles before we went on a tangent. Yeah. You can definitely tell uh, RBG over here. Is it RBG or RGB? RGB. RGB. I see I've been doing RBG. RGB over here was gone last week, and we're clowning a little more than we usually do. I mean, we usually yeah. clown, but, yeah, we're, we're happy he's back. I say we're happy to have the crew back together. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, because I know we've talked about the 2012 series a lot of 2000. I have a question, and I kind of discussed this with Ray Sean. It's just from a natural standpoint. If you have a series that goes on this long, eventually, what I called it was it gets Schumacher. Mm-hmm. So like, it gets just bad. Like there's a like stretch. Joel Schumacher, yeah, like Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher. Yes, where it's not necessarily so. We're just calling terrible. Like, we're going. We're just going to call Schumachering just that awfulness. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, like it, that's I just need my to catch up on the term. It's the only. It was the only. It was the first name I came up with because I can't say like it got bayed. It that sounds because it did get bayed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, turtles totally got bayed. It sounds kind of stupid though. Like when I put it that way. Yeah. Like you know, I, like, basically, it's the series was okay. The third movie not good at all, mm. but. You had a chance to get recovery a little bit. And it well, with the third okay. movie, because I know, like, the first movie came out in 90. Yes. The second movie came out in 91. I'm pretty sure the third movie came out in, like, 94. Yeah. So it kind of let, you know, we got one, two, boom, boom, year, year. Yeah. I mean, they were going to capitalize on that independent film that made a ton of money. So, of course, they're going to have another one come out, which was decent. The sequel... Some people argue the sequel is better than the first one. I disagree. I, yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I argue the other way because they dumbed down the violence and made it more campy. Right. Yeah. They, they couldn't even use their weapons in the sequel. Yeah. But it still managed to be a good movie. And not to mention, we're still talking about the horribly unnecessary Vanilla Ice scene. <laughs> like, as much as I love the ninja rap, it could have been just as useful during the credits. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I had a problem with was Kino. Kino from the second one. Okay. Okay. Kino was actually, I think, in the Donatello suit in the first one. There's a picture of him, and I'm pretty sure it's Donatello, where he was he was the guy doing all the acrobatics in the Donatello suit. Um, and the guy, I think it's Kim Cotis, who uh, played uh, Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. No, it was... Mm-hmm. Uh, not him. 
Yeah, from Elias, Anarchy. Elias, Elias Codius. Elias, yeah, Codius. See, they're real close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kim Codius and Elias Codius. I yeah. that they're wrong. real close. And honestly, if you put them next to each other, they kind of look alike. Um, it's not like where you got David Keith and Keith David, where you can definitely tell them apart because one's white and one's black. Right. One has a great voice and the other one's a shit actor. <laughs> uh, but it's, he, he wouldn't he either wouldn't do the sequel or he couldn't do the sequel. So they had to get another little sidekick. But Casey Jones is my dude. Like, I love Casey, Casey Jones. Casey is cool. I mean, in the original, when they introduced him in the original movie, it was interesting. It was interesting to see him, you know, this, this guy in a ski mask, hockey stick, chasing criminals and being their butts. I mean, it's like... Right. But that's how, that's how Casey met the Turtles. Yes. Casey was busting up a crime. Raphael spotted Raphael stepped in because he was going a little too hard. They fought. That's how they met, which makes it awesome because later on down the line, you get body count where Casey Jones and Raphael are basically just shooting up everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to loan you. Have you guys either of you read that? No. Body count? Oh, my God. It came out of the original independent comics. Um, but it was just, I think Kevin Eastman wrote it, just him. and Well, somebody else, you know. But it was Kevin Eastman and, like, one other guy. But it wasn't Peter Laird. And yeah. they just did it. And, it, like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have a publisher on it. Yeah, I have it in hardback. So, yeah, I'll have to bring that to you so you all can check that out. I mean, I love trilogy minus the third like okay that that's another one of those where it's kind of like see that's what me, got me with the third one and i think it, that's why the third one i watched the third one is yeah. because casey was back right and i the, the original teenage mutant Ninja Turtles movie trilogy was like essentially like robocop and the godfather where the first two pretty solid solid, solid. at least robocop but it's uh, <laughs> it's Murphy. solid. It's just, yeah. uh, it's solid. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's solid. But then the third one just shits the bed. Well, also like, the third one is where they did cast changes in yeah. both of those. It, right. It, they did cast changes because it wasn't uh, I think Peter Weller. Yeah. It well, wasn't Peter P- Weller in Peter, the third one. Peter Weller had the good sense to go no. No, he <laughs> was actually pissed and sued them because they did it without him. Oh. Um, yeah. He got mad. Like, you guys remember that? Okay, one way off topic. Yeah. There was a RoboCop cartoon. I do. But do you guys remember the RoboCop live action series? Yes. Because it was actually pretty badass. You're right. I don't remember. Two of them? Because I thought one was the Showtime. I don't remember. I just remember. No, I couldn't have been Showtime. I think it was like WGN. Something like that. Like. I think it was WGN or something like I that. I do remember. Right. I do remember. Because I remember yes. watching it going, holy shit, this is RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Which, you know, like, it's the weirdest thing about that, though, because then you start to get into, okay, the third one shit the bed real hard, a la yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, right? Like, it yeah. seems to do that. Because, like, even the, even the Raimi Spider-Man, mm-hmm. one and two are solid. Two definitely better in this case. Yeah. Three shits the bed. Well, three was because they were just like you have to have venom in it. it has to have venom. Get Topher Grace. That's what killed it, honestly. Topher Grace. Uh, just shoehorning venom in there. Like, 
Right. I mean, and obviously, the whole Sandman plot was kind of dumb. Like, yeah. Where yeah. Sandman's the one that shot his uncle. I didn't yeah. like that at all. But the characterization was great, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. I was uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden yeah. Church. I knew it was Hayden something. But, uh, but yeah, he's, he's great. So, he's a great saint. He's very sympathetic. So if you look at it, too, and this is kind of why I called it getting Schumacher, was because the beginning of the end of the original Batman run was Batman Forever, which by itself wasn't terrible. I was going to say, I loved Batman Forever. You know what my, my favorite part about but that is? But I'm pretty sure Jim Carrey carried that movie. My Yeah. Well, it sure shit wasn't Chris O'Donnell <laughs> or even Nicole Kidman. I don't know what the hell she was doing in that. I don't care. I Nicole don't. Kidman was freaking hot in that movie. She's like, yeah. Kenny, that's what even, That's exactly what she was. And even Val Kilmer seemed confused. Like, well, okay. somebody told me it was a uh, Michael but, Keaton looked good in the suit. Or no, no, Val Kilmer looked good in the suit. George Clooney looked good out of the suit. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, but you get those points where it's like, I mean, Jim Carrey has the best story from Batman Forever I've ever heard. The, are you talking about the Tommy Lee Jones telling yes, me he hates Yes, Tommy it? Lee Jones telling me he hates it because I can't sanction your buffoonery. And then you're just like, you watch Tommy Lee Jones' performance, you're like, what the hell were you doing? He was trying to one-up Jim Carrey. I know. That's exactly <laughs> what he was trying. He was trying to one-up Jim Carrey. That was a messed up two-faced character. So it was just too... He was very well, manic, very aside, frantic. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's not mention, aside from the fact that the character got whitewashed so bad that oh, it went God, from no, Billy kid. D. Williams to Tommy Lee Krusty Jones. Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, I Billy like, D. Williams. I mean, even in the, the animated series, Harvey Dent's black, yeah. light-skinned dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was like, what? Right? That was like, Harvey as a lawyer, but now it's, what? But because of the Tommy Lee Jones thing, we got, uh, was it Aaron, uh, shit, in uh, Dark Knight. What the hell was that guy's name? What? Who played Harvey? Harvey. Oh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart. And it was Aaron something. So, but I, I think, and here's the difference, was at least the shoemockering of the Batman, like, you know, Batman movies led to something great happening later. Exactly. Not the case for the Turtles. Okay. I will agree. The Michael Bay Turtles is awful. Michael Bay, the series just producing it. We talked about it last week. Just producing Michael Bay shit the bed for the turtles. Just producing. Yeah. The things they did get right. The brothers. The brothers in the first one. Yeah. And then that carried over to the second one. Yeah. Bebop and Rocksteady. There you go. That's they were iconic. Perfect. Yes. Bebop and Rocksteady, and it was like, was it Seamus? That's the only reason I watched the second one. Was because Bebop they brought, and Rock, this, me yeah, too. like I absolutely loved how the brothers interacted. They were great in the first one, but there was nothing else keeping me attached to that. Pretty much. And then was wasn't Tyler Perry Baxter Stockman in the second one? Yeah, yeah. that was awful. Yeah, which Tyler he, Perry? I swear to God, if he's not Medea, he sucks. I would say he's not the strongest <laughs> actor. I mean, even his was it? He was well, an he admiral or something in the Star Trek, the new J.J. Yeah. Abrams Star Trek, yeah, right. and he was terrible. He was awful. <laughs> But that's the thing he doesn't have to. He writes and he produces. So oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, just a side note for him. Right. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that Alex Cross movie he did was... Yeah. Oh, God, it was awful. Mr. Deeds was good. If you've ever seen that. Mr. Deeds? I think it was Mr. Deeds or it was the... That's an Adam Sandler movie. It's well, it was a remake well, of... Maybe I'm thinking good. Yeah. It's something where... 
It's something. It's something that with deeds in it that he was that he wrote and played in. But uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was a. And then like Shredder was his sensei. Something. Oh, um, yeah. I was just like, no. Well, Can you um, honestly see Tyler Perry doing martial arts? His mm. big. Goofy ass trying to do a fucking tornado kick. <laughs> like, I mean, martial artists come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, no, no doubt. Yeah, but, but I got to admit, yes, like, and part of it is only because, like, kind of like you said, like, you picture him as Medea, so no, a tornado kick is not something I'm no, right? Like, maybe as Medea doing a tornado kick? That would be in, that would be entertaining. Yeah. But, I mean, he's so tired of Medea, he killed her. So, but I mean, like, so miscastings were another thing mm-hmm. that absolutely wrecked. I love, like David. I said last week, I love Stephen O'Mell. That was not Casey Jones. No, that was and, not because, like, the whole premise behind Casey Jones is okay, you know, the vigilantes, Batman, the ones that don't have any powers, they're just right. vigilantes. There's always some kind of tragedy. Their idea for Casey was. We want a vigilante, but he's not inspired by tragedy. He's just inspired by bad television. And and think about what Casey wears. Yeah. He has a red jersey, sweatpants, and a golf bag full of sports equipment, sporting gear. Yep. Bats, golf clubs, hockey sticks, cr- cricket, cr- uh, cricket, cricket uh, bat. Yeah, bat. Cricket bat. Uh, the, the, just watching bad television right. is what inspired him to go be a vigilante. Right. So, I, and it was all supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I love Gungala. Right. I love Casey Jones. And then I, I got to throw this out there too. Uh, Megan Fox says a no for April. No, but you want to hear something that kind of makes it worth it? What? The 2012 series, Greg Sipes plays Michelangelo. Greg Sipes also plays Beast Boy. Oh, yeah. And um, and Iron Fist in The Ultimate Spider-Man. Right. All right? He was the one I was really excited to meet because I was going to meet Greg Sipes at Comic-Con this year. Right. Um, I don't even know if he's going to be there or if we're even having a Comic-Con. Um, but I really wanted to meet Greg Sipes. In one of the episodes, I can't remember who has the, like, you know, you get episodes, especially when you get a series that lasts a while, mm-hmm. you'll get character-centric episodes. And I don't remember whose episode it was, but I remember at the very end, it's like, that's almost as crazy as the time Mikey tried to tell us he met Megan Fox on a rooftop. And, Mike, <laughs> and Michelangelo goes, I totally did! Yeah, <laughs> they made that joke. So, like, it kind of made that whole, it made it worth it just for a one-off crack in the show that was actually good. <laughs> Not to mention in Bay's movies, did anybody else realize that Shredder went from like an old man to like a 20-something man from one movie to the next? Right. Like, <laughs> but it, Except it wasn't ooze, it was just anti. Like it was de-aging. It was de-aging cream. Right. Um, they tried to shoehorn Krang in there yeah. in that second one, which it, it, it felt forced. Right. Like it was yeah. like the, he has, there's no point. Why is he in here? This, this, I mean, you, you don't have to have him. Um, or just have him. Why do you have to have Shredder? Yeah. They, they took care of the Shredder. Um, so, like, I don't know. Which, I, 
honestly, I think both of those movies were just trying uh, an attempt at a cash grab. Yeah, maintain um, the film rights. Kid, main, well, you know. no, because Nickelodeon took over for them. Oh, okay. So it wasn't maintain. Well, maybe it was because you got to use them within so many years before you lose them. Um, which is why we ended up with that god awful Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, that god awful uh, Miles Teller Fantastic Four. It was just the studios I, trying to put I, something out to maintain the rights. I agree. I I watched Dragon Ball Evolution on FX one time, and by that meaning, I watched fifteen minutes of it before I was like, God. Damn, like it was just. Oh, it's fucking Jamie Chung. I think is the are, the, the only thing worth watching, and just because she's hot. There are very few movies that like I have walked out of my house because they were so bad. Like I couldn't find the re- I couldn't find the remote, so I'm like, I, I'm just I'm leaving. Gonna, I'm like, it. I'm done. I'm gonna go get food. Hopefully, somebody changes the channel before I get back. Right, there, somebody find the remote. I'm gonna be back. This better not be on. And you know that saying something is right. They also did the same. They did a Speed Racer X, and people watch that more than they watch. <laughs> right, uh, you guys want to watch something seriously funny? It'll take about 10, 10 minutes. Watch the honest trailers for Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh God, yeah. Oh God, it is so funny. Justin Chadwick's forehead vein. <laughs> and then they have they have in that they have the cast from yeah. Abridged come and do it. They come and do the the uh, the honest trailer. It's awesome. The guy that does Vegeta. Oh, God, is that the beta male? Yes. <laughs> Yamcha just gets shit on so hard all the time. <laughs> Yamcha gets shit on anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> what was it they say in, T- in the TFS version of nothing screws Yamcha but life? Anyway, that and he likes to pour. Anyway, but yeah, a little but, kid. I had to stop myself. Right. There's a little kid. But <laughs> yeah. It's a good example, though, of sometimes, and not even sometimes, very often, if you really just don't give much a shit about the source material and you make a movie out of it as a cash grab, that's what happens. Yeah, pretty much. So, saying that, the first, the original first movie and then the remake, one thing I did like about, um, like, like about it was they did try to keep the beginning, like the old April O'Neil side, how the turtles brought her back to the lair. They did the same thing with, what was the name of the actress that played April in the original one? Oh shit! I couldn't tell you. Um, yes. I can look that up real quick. But they did. Um, they did. They did keep with the. Keep, she didn't really that, do much. Yeah, I know. They did keep with the continuity uh, when they brought Megan um, Fox in, and she. I hated the fact that they were her pets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, I like that they tried. They at least tried to keep it to the original, but then after, after that whole thing, it started going south. Going south. So. <laughs> Judith Hogue. Yes. Mm. Okay. Okay, yeah. And honestly, I think the second April was prettier. Now <laughs> redhead. But She's I, think, redhead the first one. I think Judith Ho's April, though, had a little bit more grit. She did. Yeah, she, she, actually, like, she did. was tougher. She was dedicated. Like, she she could have been an ass kicker. She's a but, I mean, she did. She tried to stand up to the foot, and they, yeah. they didn't have it. They weren't having it. But, uh, you yeah. know, she pulled out the side, obviously not knowing what the fuck to do with it. Yeah. She yeah. pulled it on them, you know, and they just slapped it away and beat the shit out of her anyway. Yeah. But... She tried. Um, I did like how, uh, as the series came progressed, April became less and less of a damsel in distress. Yes. Because, like, by the 2012 series, because, I, like I said, I really want to watch the 2003 one because I've, I've heard great things because they followed the comic. A lot of the fans feel like it's that's their 
for the Ninja Turtles, that's their Batman the Animated Series. Okay. So, like, they compare it to that in the Turtles realm, which is why I've always wanted to watch it, but you can't fucking buy it anywhere. I can't find it anywhere. I can't stream it anywhere. Uh, YouTube had it, but then YouTube figured out it was on there and started shutting it down. Of course. Um, what? They shut it down? Mm-hmm. You know you can still watch the Power Rangers on YouTube right for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Or you can watch it on Netflix. At least the first season, which is the first, like, 200 episodes. But uh, but it, it, uh, April is less and less of a damsel. Um, and, in fact, in the 2012 series... She's actually being trained by Splinter in the ways of the ninja. Uh, they keep calling it. They they keep calling back to Konaich, mm-hmm. um, female ninja. I guess. I'm, yeah. I don't. I don't know the words, but uh, they keep saying that. It, they pound that in your head over uh, Konaich, Konaich, and especially when Karai comes in. You know, mm-hmm. she's the Konaich for the Foot Clan, and so she became Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Oh god! Wow. Oh, don't don't do that! Oh, don't do that! Oh my god! We were talking about how Marvel hasn't really dropped the ball. Daredevil, Elektra, they haven't Inhumans. dropped humans. They haven't really dropped the ball that hard in the Kevin Feige era. That was pre Feige. Okay, Feige. okay that's fair. And that's fair. Oh f- no! Hey, the best thing about Ben Affleck's Daredevil. And I don't say this much about Colin Farrell, but his bullseye was the shit. Oh, really? I yeah, love right. his bullseye. At times yeah. I thought he was hammy, but I never really read Daredevil comics, so I didn't I know didn't bullseye. either. I liked his humor. His humor was But funny, bullseye but, yeah, was yeah. the best part. That and then Kevin Smith's little oh, mortician guy, you know, the, uh, the Ke- mortuary clerk. Yeah, Kevin Smith's take on that later when he watched the Netflix series. He's like, oh, man, they, they did something. Like, they finally actually did something with Daredevil. And then he right. just goes, and then I remember, like, I was in a fucking Daredevil movie. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, one of the deleted scenes in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is when they're actually on the set and they're running away from the security guards. They run through the set of a superhero movie, which is Daredevil. Um, I mean, Kevin Smith wrote Daredevil, wrote for Daredevil. Yeah, he did. Um, Never finished his shit. Like, that still left, like, he had had a five-issue arc and he got three out and never finished it. So, like, people read it, and then nothing. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Smith was always a big Daredevil fan. Kevin Smith also had a voice cameo in the... Uh, TMNT, yes, he was the... Uh, he was the restaurant, uh, the diner. The diner, the cook. diner cook, yeah. yeah. No, man, take the, take the cash. I'm not trying to rob you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Is he supposed to be the new Batman? I don't know. Oh, God, that would be great if he was. He wrote a Batman comic, yeah. which was actually really good. I used to have it. It was called Cacophony. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people gave him shit, though, because it featured Batman pissing his pants at one point, if I remember correctly. A Kevin Smith run of Batman led to Batman wetting himself at one point. But if I, I remember, remember it was justified within the story, but people only remember the fact that... I don't remember that, because I had it. Basically, he wrote that Batman story just so um, his buddy that was on Comic Book Man... Uh, the guy that ran the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. Walt. Walt. Walt Flanagan. So Walt could draw all these different Batman characters. Like, oh. they had Calendar Man in there for one little panel, but it was just so because he he asked Walt, who do you want to draw? And he said, Calendar Man. So he put Calendar Man in the story. Um, wow. Off topic. 
Yeah, uh, a little bit. <laughs> imagine that this show off topic. Yeah, um, we had it tied in for a second there. We brought it back around with Kevin, Kevin Smith and his cameo. Uh, I'm trying to think because like. I don't remember everybody from the TMNT uh, movie. I just remember Sarah Michelle Gellar was April. Yeah. Which kind of fit. It did. Kind of fit. Um, Chris Evans, another comic book tie-in. Right. You know, Chris Evans has done so many comic book roles at this point. It is surprising. I mean. mean, Johnny Storm, Captain America. um, Scott Pilgrim. Thank you. Um, Yeah. Scott Pilgrim, right. TMNT. There are more that I can't think it's, of. Off the, oh, The Losers. Yeah, which was right. one of my favorite ones he's done. Yeah, because he was hilarious. He was basically Ryan Reynolds in that movie. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Like he was hilarious. Um, that that was a fucking star-studded cast. You had Zoe Saldana, Idris Elba, Morgan, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Chris Evans. Oh yeah, that was star-studded. And it was a great. It's, wow. And it's a very underrated flick. Like I like that movie. It's pretty too, good. Right? Um, I don't know why it got. Sh- there was something else similar to it that came out about that time. Yeah, it got so it got overlooked. What um, was that? Similar premise. They got burned. It was basically like a, it's a comic book, but it was basically like the A Team. Yeah. Um, they got blamed for something they didn't do, and then they got burned and all that. Uh, but yeah, that Chris Evans. I don't know. I don't think there's anything he can't do. I mean, especially not now. I mean, have you seen Snowpiercer? No. Yes, I've you seen need that. to see Snowpiercer. Have, have you yes. seen Knives Out? Because he is. I need to see that. Fucking great Ryan in Johnson, that movie. Though. No, I, I promise you. I don't care how you feel about Ryan Johnson. That movie will win you over. All right. It's, all right. All right. I'll yeah. Give it a try. And I. I'm still mad. I know. <laughs> and Daniel Craig. Carries a fairly nice southern accent, but nice. It's, it's still... good to see Daniel Craig do something other than fucking James Bond. It really is. Um, because I liked him as other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Layer Cake. It was him and Layer Cake. It was that rock and roller. No, he wasn't Layer Cake. Um, he was definitely in Layer Cake. It was. Um, he was also in the first Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, he was the little love interest guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which I. Alex was, something. Or yeah. Right. Speaking of video games, though. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video games. Oh, still man. some of my favorites. Absolutely. Like, I want... Have you guys seen that Arcade Up yes. cabinet? Mm-hmm. If if I knew, because I've already read up on it, because I, when I found out they were bringing a Turtles one out, because that was one of my favorite arcade games. Oh, yeah. was, it was one of the greatest beat-em-ups in the arcade history. Right. Hell yeah. Outside, well, like, it and The Simpsons were my two favorite arcade beat-em-ups. I, I, like funny, I actually... I have The Simpsons. Well, see, I played Double Dragon on Nintendo. It was. I had the Simpsons uh, beat them up no on shit. the PlayStation Three. Yeah. Oh wow. I have it. Um, I wish they would release some of them old Ninja, uh, Ninja Turtles games well, to so console. You know, like a download special pack arcade. Oh yeah. You brought something up in my head. That was a Capcom um, video game that was similar to Double Dragons. That was also I, I liked uh, as well as a kid along with Ninja Turtles. Um, you had these offshoot like one of the character name was Cody. Um, the other, I don't know, it was weird. I have That's to, right. I have to go See, I remember it. a lot of Double Dragon. <laughs> I played Double Dragon 1, 2, and actually I was going to bring this up earlier before we started. I have the latest Double Dragon on my PlayStation. Really? It is a side-scroller. Graphics are, you know, updated a little bit, but it's still like a 2D side-scroller beat-em-up. 
Um, and it's fun. It, like, it's really reminiscent of the original Double Dragons, but then you had that god-awful movie. Yeah. And, and then... I, I think because they had two beat-em-ups that were very similar. There was the arcade game, which I know is the one you're talking about, where the first boss is uh, Rocksteady, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and the apartment's on fire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Say your prayers, toidles. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, the second one was Turtles in Time. Was it Turtles in Time? That I remember being that same side-scroller ass-kicking. Yeah, it, there was one. Well, see, I remember, and it was for Super. Yep. It was a, a fighting game. There was a Turtles fighting game, because it was the first time I'd ever seen the Triceratons. Oh. And then I was really excited when I found out that they were bringing the Triceratons, because they brought the Triceratons in on the 2003 series. Which has made me wanted to see it because I always wanted to see them go out in space. Yeah. Um, which they did in the comics. Um, they went into space. They went interdimensional. They went. Right. They went fantasy magic, which is how you get Usagi Yojimbo, uh, Usagi Yojimbo coming from feudal Japan. Um, <laughs> right. Hey, Usagi was the shit. He was. Um, Take your butt. Made him get the old. <laughs> No, it's like that's rabbit. The name of the rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. The rabbit's name is rabbit. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Usagi was rabbit. Uh, I learned something new every day, uh, especially about something that I probably should have known. Uh, as much anime and Japanese shit as I watch, I should have known that Usagi was rabbit for or Japanese for rabbit. Uh, but yeah, I remember that fighting game, and the reason I remember it is because. I had just moved here. I was 10 years old, and I was going to the Boys and Girls Club. They had a Super Nintendo, and that was one of the games they had for it. And anytime I got a chance on that Super, that was the game I put in. So I played it at the Boys and Girls Club in, like, the fourth grade. So uh, I also learned how to shoot a bow and arrow at the Boys and Girls Club in the fourth grade. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what else do we need to? Is it when we shit? We've got six movies, right. not counting the the uh, like the Turtles Forever, which was the two thousand three culmination. Oh yeah, like that was like the big finale for that series, and they that went multiverse jumping, and they end up in like the original comic book world, and those turtles are trying to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they kind of did it again in the 2012 series where they had the 87 Turtles in that time. They had to actually teach them how to use their weapons, which was hilarious. Uh, I just, I cannot get behind the eyes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because they turned Leonardo into Michelangelo. They what? turned Michelangelo into basically an idiot. And then Raphael leads the team uh, Splinter is a failed martial art actor. Uh, he was basically like a Bruce Lee wannabe. Um, it's just awful all the way around. Um, and there you go. Sometimes creative license and your vision. It, yeah, not necessarily a good. Well, see, Kevin Eastman produces the show, right? Um, Rob Paulson, who was. Raphael than Donatello. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the, I don't know if he's one of the executives or one of the directors, but he's big into it. 
Um, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Right? Like, I can't... And it's still going. That's what depresses me. But, I mean, Teen Titans Go is still going. And I was hoping that that would have two, three years tops. Yeah. But I also hoped SpongeBob would end, and that was fucking 20 years ago. So... SpongeBob will outlive that SpongeBob. Oh, I know. I know. Other than uh, Clancy Brown, the guy that actually plays Patrick is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Like, legit. I, I remember him in The Stand. And he, the only thing I can remember him in The Stand, M-O-O-N, that spells moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's that, that same Patrick voice. Uh, um, yeah. M-O-O-N, that spells moon. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't remember much about that series. I know the new one's going to have Whoopi in it. Oh, okay. Wow, that was way off topic. No. Uh, more Turtles things. Any Anything else? Jesus, I feel like this is a short one if we stop now. I mean, we got into the video. I mean, the video games trailed off real hard. Well, I mean, I it's they're old. They haven't really done... They did the Turtles man, take Manhattan. Yeah. But I haven't, like, I've seen it and I should have picked it up when I had the chance, but like it was like one of those Walmart like seven dollar grabs. Yeah, when I was and I never did pick it up for some stupid reason, and I yeah. should have. And when I was a kid, I rented it once from uh, when they when we still had Blockbuster. Oh know? yeah. And I rented it. I remember renting the actual game and renting a um, console with it, and I played it. And it was okay. Um, Turtles Manhattan. I think it was Turtles Manhattan. Yeah. So I don't know when that came out. But um, I just remember renting the, one of the Turtles games and renting the console. But I don't really, I don't, I don't really, I don't know what really to talk about on that. I well, there's was, a, there was a uh, when Game Boy had the Advance, which was the precursor to the DS, where you know it flipped open. Um, there was a Turtles game for that that I played that was pretty fun, um, but I couldn't tell you what the fuck that was about. I only played it the one time. Um, Shit. Are there, is there, have there been any new like turtles movie projects or anything lined up? They, I know they've got something in the coming down the pipe. Um, <laughs> complete reboot. Hot oh, pipe. Right. Yeah, uh, it's a complete dollars. reboot uh, again. Um, hopefully, they learned from their mistakes, uh, and Michael Bay is not within two hundred yards. 300 yards of this movie. I mean, it's not completely his fault. As far as I remember, there were no explosions in it, so... Well, no, there were quite a few explosions. Okay, they blew up, like, the compound before the big going down the snowy mountain. Oh, never mind. There's no uh, excuse then. And then, uh... I'm pretty sure they blew up a good portion of New York. Was he allowed to reuse any shots from Transformers? I don't know. Okay. See, there's something else. Is like, that first Transformers movie, I loved it. It was great. I loved it. I mean, there was a lot of nostalgia because it was right. the first Transformers, really anything that we'd had. In the action scenes, the action scenes were cool. It was fresh. It was new. I yeah. agree. Yeah. The first Transformers was the shit. I agree. The second one came out during the writer's strike. And it showed. It definitely showed. I'm not. The third one, the only reason I watched it was because of uh, <clears throat> Leonard, Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. Yep. We talked about that last week. Which one was the one where... That's the one where I miss guest Patrick Dempsey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which one was it when um, they had the hunter from um, Cybertron coming to take back um, all the rogue? Um, I think it was, was that the last was night. That? Mm. 
No, so that, that was, was weird. That the no, first the last night. Extinction? No. Age of Extinction. No, well, they Age introduced of... the Dinobots in Age of Extinction. Yeah, we finally yeah. got a Grimjaw that couldn't speak or do anything fun, mm. except breathe fire. But they gave us Marky Mark. <gasps> I'm just saying, like, I don't know about you, but I definitely I definitely felt the vibrations. No, oh, right, the good vibrations. Right? Um, Marky, Marky, and that's Marky, right. Marky. I, I did that only to make that fucking joke. Hey, good for you. And like, you know what? I know, that's what I was going to say. Good for you, because I know Mark Wahlberg hates when anybody mentions Marky Mark. Uh, which makes me wonder Which makes me wonder if his brother Donnie has problems with uh, new back, the, the, the new kids yeah. on the block. Probably not, because he still kind of he still kind of jumps into it every now and then. Yeah, I mean, I remember new kids in uh, was it the Backstreet Boys toured. Yeah. Um, and then he's, I mean, he's got to make money somehow. He's, he's got the, uh, the living vampire, Jenny McCarthy is a wife now. Yeah, so say, what would you call that to her anyway? Vampire. The young and the restless? <laughs> right. Like, Jenny, what? I say, what would you call that to her of the Backstreet Boys and new kids on the block, the young and the restless? Like, I guess. I don't know. No, I mean, they weren't young by any stretch of the imagination. Backstreet Boys were, but new kids definitely were not. Well, I mean, that, this was within like the last six years. Oh, never mind. Yeah. So they're all Damn. aged. Like they even, I think they even dropped a, a collaborative album. Oh, where it was like, and it, it, it was just the letters. So it was, I just remember okay. it was like there was this long just jumble of words. So it was like New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, and then I was the name of the I can't remember the name of the album, uh, but they did an album together. I'll venture again. Remember us? Yeah, that's the <laughs> we're trying to be relevant again. Um, Live from the state. <laughs> the Iowa State Fair shit show. Um, bringing it back to Rhyme Hotel Ballroom Blitz. <laughs> okay, sorry. Nope. Wow, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. We're just ragging this stuff. Man. Yeah. So, uh, okay, video game wise, mm-hmm. the latest thing the Turtles have been in, Injustice 2. Oh, yeah. I, was gonna, I thought it was. Injustice two, yeah. Injustice two. They, they show uh, up. Yeah. Hellboy was a DLC. Yeah. All four of the turtles was a DLC. I haven't played Injustice. I haven't played the Injustice. I played the first. I haven't played the second one. Surprisingly enough, I, I Injustice was one of those fighting games where the story was actually good. Right, it was. It really yeah. was. Um, I do know the uh, the Batman Ninja Turtles movie, which was based on closely on one of the comics. Yeah. There's a bunch now. They're, they're, I think that one's even got a sequel. And I think they're talking about doing the sequel as a movie. Yeah. Um, it was really good. The animation was different. So it was like a different look for all of the turtles. Because they kind of they kind of tried to match it up to Batman. To where it looked like it was supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. Even though it absolutely was not, you know. Um, and you could probably see, you go to GameStop and you can see the toys. Because oh, yeah. it always comes with a turtle and a Batman character. So it's like, I think it's like Donnie and Batgirl. Um, I think Michelangelo gets paired with Alfred. Um, Ra's al Ghul and the Shredder. Um, Batman and Leonardo. Uh, Raphael and either Robin or Nightwing. Uh, but yeah, th- that was kind of the style of the turtles. And it was really good. It, um, it, it was fun. And they kind of alluded... Because in the comic, it was definitely like a different dimension. But in the in the movie, they kind of alluded that they were in the same planet. 
Like they were in the same world. Um, and I'm okay with Batman existing with the turtles. Oh yeah. Um, not so much some of the other ones, but definitely I'm okay with Batman and the turtles. It's fine. Um, I mean, shit, Batman and Spawn have had a crossover. So, Jesus. I mean, there's not yes, much. They, 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 they I think the fucking Looney Tunes have had a comic with Batman. Yeah, Batman like, has been like everybody's go-to. Kind of, yeah. He, he kind of is. They kind of, wow. oh, we need some clout, throw him in there with Batman. I think you so. know, and it kind of works. Yeah. Coming in 2021, Batman and the Muppets. Right. Oh, right. Let's, I'd watch it. I'd pay money. I'd go I see it. I would, too. <laughs> Batman, we have to go and you know, catch the Joker. <laughs> the Joker has Miss Piggy. He he also knows it's not easy being green. <laughs> waka waka. Uh-huh. Yep. I think the greatest one. part would be Rolf. Yeah. Chris Rolf yeah. would just be sitting at Batman in at Bruce Wayne's grand piano playing music. <laughs> so, or the uh what was it? Uh the teeth. What I can't remember. The band. Something in the teeth. Oh, shit. I don't know. Animal would be great. Yes. They'd just sit animal on something. Animal, those are drums. But they're people. No, those are drums. Go play. And then then it'd be Batman traveling underground to help the fraggles. (laughs) (laughs) Has Batman done a... uh, I'm sorry. Has Superman done a crossover with the turtles at all? I don't think so. I I don't think anybody would care. I don't. See, I don't either. Superman is so... He's white bread. Like, I can't. It's just boring. What kills me is every time they try to branch out and make Superman not the fucking blue Boy Scout, all the little fanboys, you know, all 100 of them, get their panties in a twist and throw right. a fit until they change him back. Well, see, I always thought if you wanted to do a... If you wanted to do an amazing Superman movie, Superman couldn't be the main character. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just, I don't know why. It's like he seems all-powerful. He seems... I, I oh, just, yeah! Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. The Ninja Turtles crossed over with the Power Rangers. <laughs> yes! Oh, you should Google. Like, I see that all the time. Uh, I'm actually a member of... Uh, you know? This is going to show my nerd for <laughs> hey, Turtles. Bring it out. I'm a, mid, I'm a member of two groups on Facebook that are Ninja Turtle pages. Oh, nice. And uh, I have been seeing the variants of different Power Rangers and Turtles combined. Yeah, you know, um, the best one I've seen so far, though, Green Ranger Shredder. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Uh, they love making the Green Ranger the bad guy. Yeah. We? <laughs> well, Green Ranger was originally a bad guy. True. So, Does this crossover explain why every time the Power Rangers get hit by anything, sparks shoot out? I have no idea. What's well, like a... Can, like, I've wanted that explanation ever since I was a kid. <laughs> One of my favorite things that's ever happened in, in re- relation to that was on uh, a bridge, Dragon Ball Z abridged, mm-hmm. when Vegeta gets smacked down to the planet, and he's like, why did I explode? Yes. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And, but, <laughs> I've always had that question because, like, you realize if you just get the Power Rangers in a fist fight in the middle of dry season in, like, a savannah so oh, God, it's yeah, a brush fire. huge fire. Like, that's what happens. Oh, man, that'd be hilarious. Um, Just like, how did this fire start? I don't know. I got hit. Spark shot out like they always do. <laughs> Why did I explode? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It just, it, yeah. For whatever reason, uh, the, yeah, the Power Rangers always spark and, and catch fire. Uh, yeah. 
It actually, it actually made, we're going to have to do a Power Rangers episode or something. Oh, yeah. Um, and that would take a while. I know that one will take a while because just to how many different iterations. Oh, my but goodness. It's come crazy. join us for that six-hour marathon. No fellas. shit. Like, let's go. We might actually have a two-parter there. Yeah, um, and the first four hours. Well, in the first four or five hours of that would feature Jason David Frank because he was in it for God knows how shit. long. He's so many different Rangers. Uh, but Power Rangers is actually, I can't remember what they call it in Japan. Maybe maybe uh, RGB over here would remember. What do they call it? Something, something super... Power Rangers in Japan? Yeah. Because yeah. it's not Power Rangers. No, it's... And in fact, there's a bunch of different ones, and they each have different names. They just lump them all under Power Rangers over here. Oh, yeah. Um, but it actually originated with fucking Kabuki Theater. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense when you look at it. Right? Um, um, which, I gotta admit, sometimes Rita's monster design didn't make a whole lot of goddamn sense. No. The one that was made out of eyeballs. <laughs> like... It was. I, I'm assuming it was part of like a Resident Evil crossover. I wasn't aware. I of. forgot this. But yeah, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation met the Power Rangers. You can Google the images and stuff. I forgot completely. Forgot about it. Uh, Super Sentai. Super Sentai. That's what it was. I knew it was Super Something, but I couldn't remember what it was. Super Sentai. Yoru Sentai. Oh, there's Zayu, a bunch of different ones. Zayu Ranger. Ranger. Man. Yeah. You know, ever since I've ragged on the Backstreet Boys earlier, I've had like six of their songs on loop in my head. <laughs> you are right? my fine. That great, you know one of the greatest intros to I, I know. Yes, I know I ragged on them. I had that album. <laughs> I'll fucking admit it. I was in like third grade. Fuck it. I don't care. I just, every time I hear that song, all I can think of is Andy Sandberg. Oh my like, god, I have chills. Number five, number five killed my bo- my brother. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> yes. I, uh, yeah, there's... I, I guarantee I could go dig that album out from my dad's house somewhere, too. Like, I'm not... So, I'm going to look the, the Power I, Rangers... I will stand by my hating on the new kids on the block, though, because <laughs> I never was into it. So, fuck it, I don't care. The best thing that ever happened coming from the new kids on the block was Weird Al Yankovic's what, The White Stuff. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, oh, my gosh. Oreo, what's in the middle? The white stuff. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Uh, like, crossovers, that's fucking great. That is brilliant. In fact, Batman with the Turtles makes a lot of sense, too, because they both operate out of the shadows, yeah. primarily. Yep. And that's exactly what I'm about on that one. Like... It fits in with the characterization, uh, and they still get to just whip ass like it's. Uh, so I'm gonna totally because of the, all this, and we're talking about all the crossovers the turtles have done, and the turtles have crossed over a lot. Yeah. <coughs> Batman, <coughs> I'm pretty sure they haven't done with Marvel because Marvel are evil overlords like everybody, and if they did that, they would somehow wrangle creative control over the turtles. Um, so I'm pretty sure Marvel will never get a crossover with the Turtles unless Marvel buys out Nickelodeon. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to throw well, some of these uh, these so mashups up. And now that he said that, a new merger coming to you in 2021. Right. Uh, what was it? The Simpsons even cracked a joke on Fox. And underneath the Fox logo, it said a subsidiary of Disney. 
And this was like 15 years ago. Right. So I don't know how they are doing their fucking predictions, but goddamn, they've nailed them several times. And this kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. They have some profit somewhere working for um, that show. <laughs> I, yeah, it's. Uh, every time, time, the time traveler. Every time I see The Simpsons on Disney Plus, I'm just like, oh, I must have gone into the wrong thing. And it just. Right. It's so jarring. There you go. Green oh, Ranger Shredder. Dang, dude. Right? It's pretty dope. I'll take that. You've seen that, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah good, dude. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Uh, the Green Ranger Shredder was dope. I mean, and I kind of see how they, why they did it the way they did with the Green Ranger and Shredder. is because, I mean, is Shredder's it, got the helmet. Is it still supposed to be Tommy Oliver, or are we going with, like, a Roku Oliver? Or is I, that, I yeah. think it's a Roku Saki <laughs> getting the coin or whatever. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find like the next mutation. Your ninjutsu is not better than mine, Tommy Oliver. <laughs> right. I challenge you to your coin. There it is. Yeah. I don't remember right. what iteration of Power Rangers so this making, was. Keep making random noises while some dude is in seat <laughs> does the stunts. I'm gonna yeah. throw some of these on the Facebook page so Holy people can see it. Holy shit! Yeah. That might be um, yeah. the first time they crossed over yeah. Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers. That's the Turbo Ranger. Is it the I, Turbo that's Ranger? That's what I was like It's Turbo, yeah. So shit, that, if that's Turbo, that's Tommy Oliver. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Oliver was the red Turbo Ranger. Yeah, um, say they, they walk away from that meeting, and Tommy's just like, you know that Raphael, he's cool but rude. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Because like for some reason, I think all the turtles end up with the Ranger coins. Um like yeah. I saw one and I was but I was looking for the next mutation. And then Splinter became the new Zordon. Oh, oh god, that's terrible. No. Just the floating. Oh shit, there head. it is. Look. Turtles in yellow, red, blue, and black. And the only one that stayed that's still a ranger looks like Kimberly. No. Wow. Very bulky. Almost look like spacesuits. Yep. They look like I mean, that is just intimidating as like it's and for some reason they all have the gold chest plate. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, that's what happened. Uh, I might actually have to read that just to see if they go. It's morphin time. <laughs> I might have to look into that just to see if they go. It's morphin time and then change. Right. Uh, State law. I'm pretty sure they have to. <laughs> like it's morphin time. So I know something that, that we haven't brought up yet. Um, Who's everybody's favorite Ninja Turtle? I like Raphael. Raphael? I I mean, I I do love Raphael, but sometimes uh, I usually go between Donatello and Michelangelo. See, I'm the same. I, I'm Donatello. I like Donatello as well, but it's, it's Raph and Donatello. I don't like... Donnie's my number two, but Mikey... Mikey's my number one. Mikey is too goofy, and Leonardo is just a... See, I love... I love the nunchucks. The boy scout. One of my favorite scenes from the original movie. Oh, a fellow chucker, eh? Right, he's yeah. he's spinning the chucks yeah. on his finger. Keep practicing, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was funny in the first movie. Oh, I love that. They had, they had, they had, a, they had a, a chuck-off. Yeah, they had a chuck-off. And then <laughs> yes. my fa- one of my favorite scenes from the second one, because they couldn't use the weapons, was uh, they're in the deli. And Michelangelo gets knocked back and he stands into the deli. He stands up behind the counter and there's the salamis. Yes. Come back, cold cuts! And just starts <laughs> yep. doing it with yep. the salamis. I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> um, but Michelangelo's my dude. 
What's up, man? Yeah, I can see that. Because mm-hmm. of the red banana. Well, with the new the new continuity and the new rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Raphael is the leader. That is true. I don't know why. It's dumb. Raphael yeah. is not a good leader. No. Um, much of a hothead. He is very much a hothead. Well, the IDW comics was actually kind of, when they started, they kind of started over from scratch. They kept a lot of the old continuity, but they just retold it. And in the very beginning of those, Raphael's missing. Um, when they mutated, uh, Raphael, or no, after they mutated, they started learning the new jiu- their jujitsu, ninjutsu. Um, he ends up getting hit on the head or something, and ends up getting separated. So in the very beginning of the IDW run, they're all wearing the red bandanas right. because they're searching for Raphael. Um, and it's actually Casey that finds him. Casey and Raph meet in a little bit of a different way. Um, Raph's actually getting, he's he's fighting off some, uh, you know, street hooligans. And, uh, I think they're the Purple Dragon. And they're, he's just, he kind of looks like a hobo, you know? Hmm. So he's just kind of got over, you know, huge clothes on and stuff. And they're, they're kind of trying to beat him up. And it's not really working out, but Casey steps in and they fight them all off. Um, they, uh, they all, I don't know, it's pretty good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I need to get to, because I know an issue, right around issue 100, Splinter dies. Which is actually, you know, it has to happen sooner or later. It does. Um, Splinter is actually, after 50, Splinter's the leader of the Foot Clan. Um, And then he dies. And I know that they've got, after issue 106 or something like that, it's on hold because of the fucking coronavirus. So everything's on hold. Um, I'm really worried they're going to cancel and start over. Roki, Saki, <laughs> whatever you call it. Oh, God, yeah. Roki, Saki. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got uh, Hamato Yoshi, yes. which is who Splinter is. Hamato Yoshi. Well, it depends on which iteration. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If, you, if you watch the original movies, it's like the rat started practicing ninjutsu. Right. Like, right. right. He was um, practicing after his master. Shadow boxing his master. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was shadow boxing, you know, <laughs> imitating his master, right. or his owner. And uh, in the original cartoon, it was the way they explained it was the ooze mutated whatever the last animal you touched was. Right. So with the turtles, it was Hamato Yoshi because right. he, he was nursing them back to health. And with Yoshi, he was feeding rats. Right. So. Yoshi turns into Splinter, right. and then the turtles basically turn into Yoshi. Um, so it, that was kind of different. Um, it gets a little more convoluted when you get to the IDW series because, I mean, they, they did mutate, but they're all reincarnated from feudal Japan. Oh. So it's Hamato Yoshi, and he started out as a rat, and then became Splinter, but he's the reincarnation of Hamato Yoshi from feudal Japan, That's third where movie coming back. Splinter, yeah. uh, All roads Yoshi, lead back to that. <laughs> Yoshi in 
Japan, feudal Japan was a member of the foot. Uh, Orokusaki, he wouldn't kill somebody. And Orokusaki came after him, and he had four sons. Okay. And so the four sons are the four turtles. It gets a lot more, like, when I started reading that, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And uh, but they they do do a lot of more mysticism and stuff because they have the where I'm at they're getting into the immortals. Okay. So there's a fox immortal, fox lady, who is actually married to Yo- uh, married to Aroku Saki. It's me, yeah. Uh, how did you know, fox? Um, and then uh, the Rat King, you find out he's one of them. Uh, he's actually there. There, it's a family. And they, they, I don't know exactly what their big role is yet because I haven't got there. But uh, I think I'm on issue 56. So I'm only, I'm only behind, you know, 50 issues. Right. Um, which I've been behind way further than that. And I had to start right. one piece on episode one. So 760-something episodes later. Uh, <laughs> it, it gets really weird, but they do explain it. Right. They do rough out they do smooth out all the rough edges it's not immediately so it's like uh, i know if you're building a table you know this corner you're not gonna you this is gonna be your last corner right so you know you smooth everything out and then you get to that corner and it's fixed uh so they do smooth out all the rough edges as it goes but it does take some time because like bebop and rocksteady in the idw comics basically kill donatello um they download one of, one of Donatello's super science nerd guys downloads his consciousness into Metalhead. Mm-hmm. And so Donatello is walking around as Metalhead for a while mm-hmm. while they heal his body. Um, oh. And they use Utram technology and stuff like that. So it's, it's really bizarre and really odd, but it's a comic book. It can be bizarre and odd. Yeah, that's true. Um, some of this stuff would not work in like a cartoon or a live action movie, but it does work because it is a comic book. Cause comic book is one of those things where you can tell stories that you couldn't in other medias, right? Comics are their own media and you can do things with comics that you can't do with a cartoon, a movie, uh, you know, what a live action series. So I don't know what's going on with them. I just know Carnage is coming in the new Venom movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it because I love Woody Harrelson. So it'll be fun to watch Woody Harrelson be his natural born killer self again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if anything, this discussion has given me a new idea of postponing. Um, right. Like the <laughs> shit we're doing afterwards. You yeah. Know? I'm going to, since I know it's rats can shadow box, uh, right. as soon as pet shops reopen. What you got, yeah. little man? You, you got your hand up back there. Like, you want to say something? Uh, going back to the no, go far? for it. We go back yeah, go all the time. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> the way he, if I'm correct, the way Splinter first got mutated into a rat was he was holding some of that thing and he had um, turtles that he was going to test it on. And then um, he accidentally dropped it and he also dropped the turtles. So the turtles mutated as well as him. 
Oh yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. He uh, in, in the uh, the original the OG. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. The, the OG yeah. cartoon. That's kind of how yeah. it happened. Um, sort of. You're on to it. You're good. Yeah. No, Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. actually. <laughs> yeah, didn't so, bring that up so there are kids books too that have that, of the turtles. Oh yeah, I see. I haven't read many of the kids, kids books. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, except maybe when I was a kid. So, I don't know. See, like I went through this weird dark ages with the turtles because. My dad and his second wife, for some reason, thought the turtles were all that was evil. Oh, really? Oh, it was one of those weird, we're super religious for some reason out gotcha. of nowhere. Gotcha. And um, oh, yeah. just because of the word mutant, the words mutant and ninja, you can't do anything with these turtles. Um, whereas at that time, my mom knew this and was just like, I bought you a new turtle toy. I bought you a new turtle toy. I bought you a new turtle toy. You know, and I know my mom yeah. was just doing that to spite, just, yeah. just, just out of spite. Yeah. But uh, fuck it, it got me loving the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. See, my my parents weren't like that at all. It was like, oh, Ninja Turtles. My mom was like, what? What's the Ninja Turtles? I'm like, oh, I was watching an episode with me, and she's like, huh, okay. And my dad was the same, like, watch an episode with me. Why don't you go play sports? Like, <laughs> well, I got a lot of that from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you were in more sports. Well, it sucks, Dad. I'm a skateboarder. It's about as best you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do something to counteract my super nerd. Right. So I became a skateboarder. Uh, and yeah. it worked. Uh, that and I didn't tell anybody I read comics. I mean, like with my dad, he was the uh, jockey type in high school. Like, he, a party guy. Well beloved by all. Still is. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> the Apple... F- Fell off the tree and rolled way the fuck downhill. Down the hill. Isaac. Into the next county. (laughs) Newton's third law. So you're basically saying you're Woody Harrelson. Might as well be, yes. Because, I mean, his dad was a hitman and Woody Harrelson's an actor. So So I, like, when it came down to it, it was just like. Yes, I just compared Cody to Woody Harrelson. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I I'll definitely take that Tallahassee action and raise you. No work. shit. Uh, but yeah, so it turned into the Ninja Turtles, like baseball Ninja Turtles. I tried. Like, <laughs> See, I got like my gra- my grandfather tried to push me into baseball. He got me like baseball cards, yep. and I'm pretty sure I traded them all for comic cards. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thing. I already liked it. I was left to my own devices, and this is what happens. See what happens when you leave a child to your own his own devices, Dad? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I wound up later on, though, being the guy on the sports team who's like, anybody checking out that new Star Wars movie? Right. right. Like, like, shut up, nerd. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I said in, in an earlier episode, the <laughs> fact that I was a nerd was the best kept secret during my high school career. Hmm. Nobody, like a few of my close friends... Knew because they also were kind of sort of into something that I was into nerd wise. But like for the most part, nobody knew that I read comic books and I was into Ninja Turtles. And I mean, DBZ was widely accepted at that time. Everybody was watching DBZ. But uh, like as far as some of the other shit, like I said, I saw the original X-Men three times the day it came out. Yeah, I can remember. Somebody, like, when I was at cross-country practice, the Xbox had just come out that long ago, oh, wow. and Knights of the Old Republic had oh, been released. Oh, see, I never had that one. I bought an Xbox purely for that game, because nice. it was, that was the only thing it was on. Yeah, and someone that's why I didn't play it. <laughs> and someone uh, on the team was just like, oh, so you got an Xbox, and uh, just like, yeah, he goes, Star Wars? 
Star Wars. It's like, Which yeah, I thought so. Oh, shit. Are they really going to be in a black suit in the Spider-Man 3? Okay. Not again. Not again. Hold on. It didn't work out last time. So long as he doesn't, for some reason, do disco 30 years right? too late. Like, then. In all black with his, flock, with his like fucking emo haircut in his face. Looking like a low-rent Leon Kennedy. Oh, my God, he does. Yep. I, as soon as I saw that. I'm like, why? So now that Sam Raimi is officially directing Doctor Strange two, are we gonna have that Candy's weird? Fu- yes. Are we gonna have that weird dancing thing? And are any of the characters in the movie gonna golem? Did you notice that in every Ooh. single one of his movies, Green uh, Green Goblin yeah. talks to himself in the mirror like he's a completely different person. Right. Um, Doc yeah. Ock yeah. Yeah. talks to the tentacles. Like they're each their own separate entity, even though they're all basically him. Uh, like yeah, well, they he's going to Gollum. Apparently, they have their own AI. If I remember the explanation right, but yes, yeah, somebody will inevitably. Get, it'll probably be Doctor Strange or Scarlet Witch. Okay, I can see Scarlet Witch is crazy ass. <clears throat> yeah. So either and there's going to be lots of slapstick. I can only hope. Yeah. Uh, my dad was watching uh, watching the the first one the other night, and. Uh, I feel like it could use just a little more humor. Mm. Um, that's the one thing I have liked about these movies is like, especially even with the Ninja Turtles, there's a good level of humor in them. Yes. Um, and I love my action balanced with the appropriate amount of humor. Mm. Um, even when it comes to like anime, the ones I tend to go for are the ones that are funny. They're super action oriented. Like uh, even My Hero Academia when Deku goes, they go to the retreat or whatever, that little kid, he goes to meet that little kid, and the little kid cocks back and just punches him right in the dick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, comes out of nowhere, but it's hilarious, you know? Yeah. I, <laughs> when it comes to My Hero Academia, I just want to be like All Might. I just... I love I, All Might. Not particularly for the strength or anything else. I just want to be able to do backflips in front of people, <laughs> laughing, and then say hi. That's it. That's hi. all I want to do. I want to be able to confuse the shit out of people. I love All Might's <clears throat> alter ego. Yeah. More than I love All Might. Because the alter ego is basically just like, eh, fuck it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's just, it's almost like he's a slacker who doesn't care. Yep. It's like, if I could just do that just one time, just do that. <laughs> and then just like jump in front of somebody and just Hi. have like just hear that visible sigh from the other person like oh shit it's here again <laughs> like you know like it's just <laughs> we'll have to do a My Hero Academia episode because I mean that's that's actually got a really convoluted very deep deep rich story um I mean it hooked me the, the kids got me watching it and yeah. I was like damn this is actually really good that's, that's what happened to me they introduced me to it and I'm like all right. Well, see, it's one of the weird times where they introduced me to something where right. instead of the other way around. Because I introduced them to like Fairy Tale and hmm. um, what was another one. There's another one. Um, seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Um, I introduced them to both of them, both of those, and then they were like, "You need to watch this." And I, they, they actually got me to sit down and watch a couple of them. So I was like, "Oh shit, this is actually really good." Yeah. Um, but uh, what are we running? Almost two. Almost two? Yeah. 
I guess it'd just probably be a shorter one, even though. Yeah, I say it's not a whole lot shorter, but it it's, is, um, it's shorter than normal. We just covered everything. I mean, we, we haven't did, shows. We kind of did. I mean, I know we didn't get into the toys. Bastard. Oh, we got, we there's did. a lot of toys. We didn't get into some of the side characters. I mean, we talked about Casey and April. But, I mean, there was also Mondo Gecko. We so, didn't. So, a quick summary of the toys. The toys came out when Nickelodeon loved the ooze. So, oh, ooze was God. like the number one marketed thing during that time period. Fucking so, Gak. Exactly. Gak. Oh, my God, Gak. So, yeah. So, I mean, that was one thing about the toys during that time period. Anytime you buy a turtle, or actually, not necessarily a turtle. It was a turtle villain. You, you will get a free thing of ooze. ooze. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was one thing I remember dealing with the toys. Uh, uh, I do know that, like, the ooze... Is because uh, they, like we said up top, mm-hmm. they wrote this as a parody of Daredevil, Ronin, New Mutants, and Cerberus. Daredevil, what gave him his powers was a chemical from a company yes. called TCRI. Yes. TCRI created the ooze that mutated the turtles. Yes. So, I mean, it's. It's one of those nods, and at the same time, like I said, it's supposed to be a parody. Wow. So. You say Daredevil must really give a shit on him. Like, no kidding. I went, like, I went blind. I actually, went blind and got radar sense, actually, and these motherfuckers he, know ninjutsu. He did, because Jessica Jones, they're probably the same way. <laughs> oh, that's right. She did. The same damn way. And he she got had better powers. He got totally jit. <laughs> damn, Matt Murdock. I have a newfound, like, Sadness for you. <laughs> right? Like, oh shit. Not only did you get shit on, but there are Ninja Turtles better than you. If and only, Jessica Jones got all the great powers. Right? I say, if, if only you had either been a woman or a reptile. You'd right? No shit. Oh, he's a street kid. He's a street boy. He's the son of a boxer from Hell's Kitchen. Fuck him. He's blind. <laughs> Speaking of getting magnificently shit on, who should we like? Who should we name a magnificent bastard? I time? was actually thinking we'd give it to uh, we'd do a joint one and just give it to the two people that started the whole phenomenon, which would be yeah Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. I agree, magnificent I agree bastards of the Definitely. week. Uh, I mean, shit. Like we said, there's nobody anywhere that doesn't know the name Ninja Turtles, even right. if they've never seen a Ninja Turtle anything. They know what the Ninja Turtles are. Yeah, even my parents who didn't give a shit could be like, oh yeah, the orange one. I know that, yeah. The, yeah, the, right? Yeah. Like, even but if they, they don't, the... couldn't tell you the names of any of them, everybody knows the Ninja Turtle. What's up, little dude? Um, so, going back to the toys, <laughs> I don't think there's ever been, like, a toy with Ninja Turtles across them. Oh, yeah, they got, if, uh, once uh, everything opens back up, have your dad take you to GameStop. They got the Batman Ninja Turtles crossover toys. It's pretty cool. They had him at Thank Geek, but Thank Geek's not a thing in Bloomington anymore. Yeah. No, they took uh, it away. Yeah. Well, they put they put GameStop in there. So, whatever. They still got a bunch of the extra crap. They were slowly merging anyway. Well, I think Thank Geek was owned by GameStop anyway. They they are, yeah. So. I mean, it's just a lot of crossover. I just, I, I, I missed my opportunity to get my Green Ranger helmet. (laughs) I want one so bad. Um, but all right, yeah, Magnificent Bastards of the Week, Peter Laird and uh, Kevin Eastman. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's shit, a, they, they started a phenomenon out of a joke. Yes. 
So, I mean, shit, and they're both God-rich. So, you know, they have royalties upon royalties upon royalties rolling in. If they never wanted to do anything for the rest of their lives, they're set. Not to mention with how much they've held on to creative control over the years. Like, you you don't do that. Well, it's not almost until Image. Impossible. It didn't start happening until Image Comics came yeah. out, where the creative control was held on to the cre- held on to by the creators. Because, like I said, you did anything with Marvel and DC, Marvel and DC owned that. Right. Um, which is it comes into weirdness when Neil Gaiman got uh, he he won against Todd McFarlane <laughs> in that civil suit. Yeah. Well, Todd McFarlane can never again mention medieval Spawn. Or Angela. And Angela, now I can't remember if it's Marvel or DC. Marvel. Yeah, Angela's now in the Marvel universe. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and in fact, if you get the first, like, compendium or whatever, it goes Spawn 1 through 9. They have to skip 10 entirely because it's all Angela. And then they have to skip anything that uh, Medieval Spawn or Angela comes like shows up in. So it's it's just weird that image was created because Marvel sucks, but now Marvel owns an image creation. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, shit. Disney owns Marvel. Disney will soon own the rest of us. I hope not. I know that Marvel and yeah. DC have almost merged on several occasions. You know what? Give it they enough. Well. Give it enough time. We'll Same be. People. <laughs> right, I say, give it enough time, we'll be asked to show our fealty to Disney by cutting off one of our fingers. So uh-huh. that way we reckon, you know, we <laughs> resemble Mickey and his four uh-huh. fingers. Didn't they say that Marvel actually exists within DC or something like that? The they've, they've, they've nodded to each other and acknowledged each other in the comics, but never, There's with the a- exception of Marvel versus DC, mm-hmm. they've never met. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's why you get like Batman and Spawn. Yeah, wasn't there right. an where he's just like, yeah, I went to a different universe and I was still a billionaire, but I wore like a bat suit. It's not like <laughs> something like that. It was something. Well, there was like, I think there was a, a mention, a reference of, uh, no, what it was was there was a kryptonite reference in a Marvel comic. And so they acknowledged Superman in a Marvel comic. And, and so it was, a, that actually just happened recently within the last year or huh. so. So. I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, I think that's it. God, we went on tangents after tangents, and you had your mini me pipe in a couple yeah, of times. My yeah. voice, my other voice. Yeah. Right. Your ego. Yeah. <laughs> I say he corrected us on one good thing. Yeah, he least. did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Uh, good, good look out, man. You're right. Uh, like we needed a lesson in timing right there. So we got our magnificent bastards. Uh, I think the only thing is uh, we're now on iTunes, yep. which is cool. Um, we know, we know about, we're, I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge our volume thing where yeah. our volume drops off. We're trying to figure out how to fix it. We haven't got there yet. I've talked yeah. to a sound engineer buddy of mine. Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and name drop him. His name's Austin Pinkerton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a sound engineer. Uh, he said without looking, cause he's in another state and travels kind of frowned upon. So, uh, he said without actually looking at our rig, he couldn't tell, help us out. Um, but we're trying to figure it out. We don't know anything about this. I mean, Cody's got the most experienced podcasting. Yeah. Um, and RGB I, just, uh, dropped the fact that, uh, 
he's been in a lot of stuff yeah. as an extra. So uh, he's got more experience <laughs> than any of us in anything. Right. Because um, he knows the business a little bit. He actually told me, was it last week? I knew about weeds. Yeah, he told me about the weeds cameo. Or the weeds extras, which I can't believe I haven't seen because I watched, I mean, I've probably seen you because I watched the hell out of weeds. It's just a quick. You know, you just walk across. Well, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was you and your wife both. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Um, But yeah, we're we're trying to fix it. But, uh, you know, I know that on headphones, you can hear it. No matter how low it drops, it comes in pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I was of the theory that my voice was like a dog whistle for a while. Because <laughs> like, it, it seemed to drop out on me the worst. Uh, it was, and uh, once uh, once Rayshawn showed up, like it started doing on me too. But I think that's just because his voice is so powerful and booming. It is. It's almost the voice of God. It is. It is, it is a glorious <laughs> voice. They flatter me, guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like and review That's because uh, you're us. supposed to pay. <laughs> so uh, on iTunes, the purple icon, give us five stars. We need five stars. It helps with the ratings. It helps with their weird algorithm. You, if you want to say we suck, put it. Tell us we suck. Just give us five stars. It helps us out. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know how. I just know it does. Um, I've listened to enough podcasts that are on Apple, and they, they all say the same damn thing. Like and review us. Give us five stars. Um, tell us how we're doing. Critique us. Uh, as always, we're on Podbean. We're also looking to, to go up on uh, uh, as many other distribution areas as possible. You know, wherever you get your uh, podcast, we'd like to be there. Um, but yeah, give us uh, give us feedback. Give us any kind of credit. Uh, tell us we're doing a good job, bad job. Yeah, keep, uh, your, keep your insults creative. Let's right. let's keep the brains working during this time. Right, of we got a. I, I don't think any of us is still messing with the Twitch. I know you did a little bit. Don't, like I could play some Resident Evil Two remake. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna do uh, Love Guns and Tentacles on Twitch. Uh, that's really I'm good. I'm gonna do it. I know you've already probably run through it. I have. Um, but I'm not. I'm gonna run through it on Twitch. Uh, once I get some of this other shit caught up, because I mean I've got FF7R. I've got uh, hmm. Breath of the Wild. I told you I just got Cutman. Yeah. Um, I I probably won't even start it until I get some of this other stuff knocked out. But yeah, uh, after I get those two taken care of, I'm going to do hit the DLC on uh, Borderlands 3 and Twitch it. Mm. Um, uh, we also have uh, Facebook. If uh, you want to troll us on Facebook, whatever. Mm. Um, I deal with internet trolls. I see internet trolls all day long. Mm. I don't care. Uh, I'll be throwing some pictures and stuff up. We're going to do an Instagram account eventually, uh, especially once Comic-Con season starts back up, if it ever starts back up, if this isn't the end of the world. Um, you know, uh, I just can't, I can't bring myself to Twitter. I can't do it. Uh, I've had Twitter once in my life. I had to have it to ask questions in one of my college courses. I used to have to do it for a place I worked for and I hated it, but I was also kind of decent at it. And I hate that even more. Not to mention, you know, Trump, that's what he's on. And so I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> well, if you can string along a sentence and not misspell hamburgers, you're already better at it than he is. Right. Uh, like, what was that one weird word? It was like, Kofefe. Kofefe. That's what it was. What's Kofefe? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. That's what Toby Maguire did in Spider-Man 3. Kofefe. <laughs> that's a... Uh... Oh, way to ruin something. And James Franco... 
I keep forgetting that he's in those. Yeah, yes. he probably prefers it that way. <laughs> Did you forget that yeah. he's in those? Uh, but yeah, I am Kegger, and with me as always, the other nerds. And jump in before Ashawn does, uh, Cody. <laughs> Ray, Ray BG. Ray BG, and uh, thanks. You guys have a good night, and uh, thanks for listening.